Hey guys, Kyler back with Kyler Burrell's Unedited Podcast, episode number 49. Uh, got my good friend Colton Fee back on. Good to have you back on, man. I know, man. It's a good time to come on. A lot to talk about, so I know, it's going to be a good one. Got March Madness. You know, Lakers suck. Big trade today. Obviously, Rodgers announced the resign. That's what we're going to discuss first. So what do you think of the fit? Wilson to Denver, obviously. You want me to go over like the details real quick of what the trade was? Yeah, go over the details and then go over what you think. Okay, first. so Broncos received Russell Wilson in a fourth-round pick. I don't know if that was this year or next year. Seattle received Denver's first and second-round picks this year and next year, uh, and a fifth-rounder, I think. Uh, they got tight end Noah Fant and defensive tackle uh, Shelby Harris and quarterback Drew Locke is what the Seahawks got. So, I mean, you know, I thought I, – I'm surprised Seattle – I'm surprised they couldn't get three or four. I know he's 33, but how many times does an elite quarterback move in the NFL? I would have thought they would have got at least three first-rounders. But you did get two seconds as well, so that balances it out. Um, obviously, this year you get a top-ten pick, get the ninth overall pick. So that's good for Seattle because Seattle didn't have a pick in the first round because of the Jamal Adams trade. So they kind of made up for it in a little bit in a way this year. I don't. I heard that they're not planning on taking a quarterback at all in this in the first round with Denver's pick. They don't like any of the quarterbacks in this class. So I don't know, are they going to, with the assets they've occurred, could they make a move? If they want to stay contending, which they owe him, they cut Bobby Wagner tonight. Really? They cut him, yeah, just 30 minutes ago. Well, I read that they made this trade knowing it's full rebuild. Yeah. Like, so, I mean, so I mean, I don't understand. Unless they're going to say, but Drew Locke's going to be in the final year of his contract. Are they going to give him a go? And then next year when the quarterback draft class is going to be unbelievable, are they just going to wait till next year to see what happens? That would be my guess. Because they do need a lot besides quarterback. They need O-line. They need some defensive line. They obviously need a linebacker now. Um, I'd love the Cowboys to make a move for him. Um, That'd be nice. Yeah, it'd be really nice. I'd love the Cowboys to go get Bobby with – pair him with uh, – I mean, I know it only be for a year or two, but he's still unreal. If he can stay healthy, him and uh, Micah Parsons would be tremendous next year for our defense. I think it also – Micah can learn a lot under him, and Micah can rush the passer a lot because Bobby can just you know be the field general. But yeah, is that a rumor or are you just wanting it? I saw, I, I read a list of top five teams. It was not, it was a uh, top five fits for Bobby Wagner and the Cowboys were on that list. It's not like a rumor or anything that he's going there, but they were on a guy's list on Bleacher Report uh, being a top five fit. I saw Kansas City as one as well, uh, New England. Um, it's mainly all contenders. You know he's not going to go sign with the Lions. He's going to sign with, oh, the Packers were on the list. So, I mean, he's going to go sign with a really good team. He wants to win a, he wants to win a Super Bowl again. Um, but I mean, I think they did. They did well. Noah Fant's a pretty good addition. I mean, he's a he's a young stud tight end. Um, Shelby Harris was kind of salary wise match it. He's got a big payroll, but he's a really good defensive tackle. And yeah, you know, the Broncos. You went you went all in. You know, you said you were going to. They've they've been saying that for the past four years, and they finally did went all in. Got Wilson. Um, you have a great, not a great, but a a pretty good trio of receivers in Judy. Patrick and Sutton. Obviously, you lose your tight end, but you can always go get a veteran tight end. Good running back, Javante Williams. Solid O-line. Still a good defense. Heard Von Miller wants to come back. Um, so, yeah, I mean, I, I think it's interesting because, I mean, so Derek Carr becomes the worst quarterback in his division now, and Derek Carr is a top 15 quarterback in the NFL. Would you rate Wilson above uh, – we'll we're obviously going to get into our top 15 quarterbacks. Do you have Wilson above Herbert right now, or do you have Herbert above Wilson? I have Herbert okay. above Wilson. Okay. I have them neck and neck, but I have Wilson right above him. Um, just because I want to see Herbert prove it to me more. I know Wilson hasn't really done shit yeah. the last couple of years, but, but yeah, I mean, what can I mean if Denver wants to compete in that division, you had to go make a move like this, you know? I mean, yeah, I like the trade just because 
they had to do this. They obviously weren't going to contend with anyone in that division or the AFC at all if they didn't make a trade for a quarterback. Um, so I obviously like it a lot, but it's just tough. I mean, they're with Mahomes, and I don't know how much I love Russ anymore to lead. I mean, he's a great quarterback. Don't get me wrong. Great, great career, but I don't know. Just from what I've seen the past couple of years, some injuries, fading down the stretch. I don't know if the Denver skill players are as good as some people say. Like, I don't think their wideouts are really that great, honestly. I think Fant, losing that, that's definitely a big piece. And do they have – I guess they have a good rookie running back, right? Yeah, Javante Williams is stud. And that's why I stopped myself from saying great because I do think their trio by the Denver fans gets a little bit overrated, in my opinion. What has Judy proved? Now, I know he had Drew Locke and Bridgewater, but – Justin Jefferson. I mean, Justin Jefferson's got Kirk Cousins. It's not like he's elite, and look what he does with a non-elite quarterback. Uh, they they got Nathaniel Hackett, the uh, Packers' offense coordinator. So did they, did they think they were getting Rodgers? They made a huge play for him a couple of days ago, and uh, so Rodgers had decided a few days ago that he was coming back to Green Bay, and told Denver and Hackett that, yeah, I mean, I'm not going to move. So they obviously were like, all right, well, we missed out there, so let's we got to make a move for Wilson or Watson, and. I think Watson's asking price is going to be a lot higher because of the age, 26 years old, an elite-level quarterback. You're probably going to have to trade three first-round picks for him and multiple seconds and some good pieces because his age, you know, Wilson at 33, 34, whatever he is, you could, that's why I, under, I guess I can understand why they only got two because his age and, like you said, injury concerns the last couple of years. He hasn't been healthy the last few years. So that's a huge – now he's also got a way better O-line in Denver than he did in Seattle. Seattle's O-line at the bottom, Denver in the top half. They still have a pretty good defense, right? Oh yeah, very Top good defense. 10. They didn't. I mean, they traded. They only traded Shelby Harris. So I mean, you got to replace defensive tackle. Um, but good corners, good safeties. They probably need to draft a linebacker in the second round. That probably be their pick. Maybe even a defense or interior D lineman. So where does this put them in your I would tier s- of contenders so, in the AFC? Two? So okay. We have our we have, we're going to get into our top five Super Bowl contenders. Two or no? No, I would not even put them in my. So I have three AFC teams in my top five Super Bowl contenders for next year. I would put them at four in the AFC, and we'll get to that in yeah. a bit. But I would have them at four, um, because there's still a lot to prove. This young receiving core and this you know a new coach, they don't they haven't you know they haven't won. They haven't been in any big games really. I mean they, you know. So they gotta prove it still that they can compete. Yeah, you got Wilson who has championship experience, but how many of these other guys do? You know, not many of them. Their O lines their O line is very talented, but they're young. And the receivers are young. Running back is a second year guy. I would still like them to bring back Melvin Gordon to have that one two punch. I think that works for them. And, you know, their defense is young too. So I mean, they still got a lot to prove to me. There's a lot there's a couple teams in the in the AFC that are more veteran led that I like right now. But they give themselves a chance now. They definitely give themselves a chance if Russ can stay healthy. What do you think for that division? Like, Chiefs should be worried. Are they better than the Chargers, no. would you say? The team – so, okay, I would, would say I, – I think the Raiders are last. I can't believe the Raiders made the playoffs last year, but I would have the Raiders last. The team to worry for me would be the Chargers because I think the Chiefs still run away with the division. I would expect them to go 5-1, and 4-2 and two in the division, sweep the Raiders – Maybe split with the Chargers and Broncos, but Mahomes relatively owns mile high. So, you know, like I said, they have a lot better chance. But I would say 
I would say, and what's crazy is they're going to be one of the best wild cards. I mean, I, I went over the teams in the, in the AFC. I would say 12 teams legitimately have a chance of making the playoffs as of right now, and we haven't even hit free agency for seven spots. You would, I mean, think of the division with Baltimore and Cincinnati and Cleveland and Pittsburgh, and then you got New England and Buffalo, Tennessee and Indianapolis, and then all four teams here. I would say I would I would definitely project the Broncos to be a wild card, make the playoffs for sure. Probably the top wild card. I'm I'm guessing eleven wins. They get eleven wins for sure. But I wouldn't say the Chiefs should be worried. I would have been a lot. I'm not gonna lie. I've been a lot more worried for the Chiefs if they got Rodgers because I see Rodgers in a. And I think Russ is still great, but I see Rodgers in a different, in a different level, than you know a, a Wilson. Yeah. So if they were to, if the Broncos would have got Rodgers, I would have said, okay, the Chiefs really got to be worried, and the Chargers got to be worried because they got to fight to make the six seven in the wild card because you're going to know, the, and probably the Chiefs and the Broncos are locked to make the playoffs next year. I would say if Russ is healthy. So if we were teetering on something, nothing, or everything, would you go in between everything and something? I would actually probably say everything. I'd probably just I go something. Know, I I'd probably just go something. I don't know if I see him as title contenders. Like, like I said, their roster's got a lot to prove to me. I mean, yeah, they're talented. Don't get me wrong, but guess who? Else? There's a lot of teams that are talented that don't. Like do I shit. feel like the Bills, like oh, one hundred percent. And the Bills are a team. The Cole Beasley's going to be off their books. They're, they're looking to trade him. They need to bring in a legit too, in my opinion. Um, I like Dawson Knox. Uh, Gabriel Davis is a good three who went off against the Chiefs, but he had four touchdowns, two hundred yards, yeah. some bullshit. But crazy. You know, he's a good three. I think they need a legit two next to Diggs because Diggs, in big games, shown, and, you know, since he's been to Buffalo, Diggs has been able to be taken out of games. The Chiefs really did great on Diggs. You know, they they shut Diggs down. Um, so, yeah, like I said, I, I still, I like I said, Denver is obviously a contender, but they have a lot to prove because a lot of these guys have not played in big games. So their their core still has a lot to prove. But it was a great trade for them, I think. In Seattle, if you're going full rebuild, I think you did well. Um, probably draft. The only thing for Seattle is their pick will probably be bad next year. And they'll probably be top 10. Denver's is going to probably be in you know in the 24, 25 range. But this year you got pick at nine. Uh, a lot of good players. Uh, I saw uh, one guy had Kyle Hamilton from Notre Dame, who in my opinion I have graded as the best player in this draft. He have him going nine, and the wow. reason why is because he's a safety, so everyone devalues safeties, of course. It's like an offensive guard. Offensive guard, D-tackles, and safeties, and running backs are the most – they get – you know, you're not – I don't – I've seen a, two running backs going in the first two rounds this year. I mean, running backs are not good in this draft, in my opinion. Um, but, yeah, I think if they could get Hamilton at nine, pair him with Jamal Adams, that's incredible because ha- uh, Hamilton's more of the free guy. He'll – you know, he makes plays in the secondary. Jamal Adams more of your – you know, he comes downhill and makes plays. Yeah, I mean, I think Seattle got what they could, and I think Denver went all in to win, and they'll have a chance. Yeah, props to Denver for doing it. A lot of teams probably wouldn't. But oh yeah, I mean, if a quarterback like Wilson's on the market, and you don't have a quarterback, go get him. Do you wish the Cowboys did this? Seeing what it costs to give up. Yeah, because I think we could we would have been giving them Dak, and I don't think we would have had to give up. I think we probably could have gave up. So you'd rather have Russ right now for the next. Four years. Russ is different. If you'd asked me if it was Rodgers, I would have said yes immediately. No, just Russ. I would have said no because the injury concerns and the age. So you'd stay with I would stay with Dak right now. Okay. All right, so next quarterback, Aaron Rodgers, announces he will re-sign with Green Bay. Contract is not done. What reports have said is not done. Did you agree 
with Rodgers coming back, I mean, what else could he have done? I agree. I mean, where's a better chance to win? Like, There was only one team I thought about, and that was Pittsburgh. Would he have to get traded, or was he... He would have to be was traded. Was he a free agent? Or no, no, he would have to be traded. Okay. I The only team I would have thought was Pittsburgh, but man, if I'm Rodgers, I'm looking at the NFC and the AFC. Why would I go to the AFC? And if I'm Deshaun Watson, get me to the NFC immediately. Deshaun Watson immediately becomes your third best quarterback in the NFC, and some people would, would take him over Stafford. So if I'm Watson, I'm like, yeah, I want to live in Miami, but I don't want to play in that in that conference anymore. Um, so, I mean, yeah, I think it was the right move for Rodgers. They're finally giving him, you know, the power and the reins to do what he wants to do and get guys in there. He's got to back it up, though. Yeah. He's talked a lot. He's talked a lot about how I want to do – I mean, he sees the power that some of these other quarterbacks get, Mahomes, Brady. He's like, I want that. But that comes with responsibility to win. You, you talked a lot during the season, and you got bounced by San Fran at home. That's a bad loss on your resume. If you were saying, is this something, nothing, or everything, I would say nothing. It's nothing. Yeah, it's absolutely nothing. Because like, you stay with the team. Prove me something. Exactly. Like, don't, I don't, like, you sign your four-year contract. I don't want to hear you bitch about the franchise anymore. They're yep. giving you the reins. They're giving you the money. They're giving you Devontae Adams. And you need to go out and prove that you, we know you're elite. Yeah. But qu- quit being a fucking drama queen. And go win. Go, go win. win. Quit talking. Go we win. I agree. I agree. I agree. And I and I do agree. And with, I like him with too. some of the stuff. I want he, him to win. Exactly. Me too. If, I'm if it's for him. I'm not gonna lie, if it's not the Cowboys and Chiefs, I want Rodgers to win a Super Bowl. I think, you know, but again, you talk that much, it all comes back on you. If you lose to San Fran 13-10 at home in Lambeau, what do you think the headlines are gonna be? Aaron Rodgers sucks and they scored 10 points against the Niners. I know it was in the snow, but you said you were talking all year, it's so important for us to get the one seed. In your first game at home, in that in this last year's playoffs, you get bounced by San Fran and Jimmy Garoppolo. No hate on Jimmy Garoppolo, but got the the gap between Jimmy G and Aaron Rodgers is so wide. So I mean, so that's the next thing I have to say. Is this is this coming season Rodgers' best chance to get another Super Bowl? I also heard I mean, a big rumor. You want me to say the rumor real quick? Sure. They Rogers deal is going to be so team friendly. They will have enough to go make an offer for an Allen Robinson or Chris Godwin. How is it going to be? I mean, like, how does that work? How is it team friendly when he gets two hundred million? It's not too. But here's the thing: he report. So he he told Pat McAfee this morning. I watched McAfee. So he told Pat McAfee this morning. I'm telling you, I am signing with the Green Bay Packers, but no contract is done. Somebody then tried to leak a thing that Rogers getting fifty million a year. That is not the case. I've heard he's not getting fifty million a year. He is going to be taking a deal that has a lot of roster bonus and signing bonus. So they have salary to go get another number two next to Devontae. I think Allen Robinson would be a great fit. I think Allen Robinson's a great they fit. They need it too. Yeah. Because we saw what happened you can't mark it. for you can't, San Francisco. You can't have Valdez Scantling as your number two. It was bad. Geronimo Allison. I mean, who are those guys? You can't have those as your two. So now, now I want you to answer the question. Is this, is this coming season Rogers' best chance to capture another Super Bowl? I think as each season passes on, like last season. So who did they lose to? They lost to the Bucks. Two years ago, yeah. Two did. years ago, also the Bucks in the. I would NFC say, title I mean, game. every single year, best chance keeps getting lower. Like, first the Bucks, you had the AFC title game at home. That's a damn good chance. Last year, you had the number one seed, lost to the San Francisco 49ers. Would have beat the fucking Bengals probably. I would. I don't know them. if they would have beat the Rams though, but that doesn't matter in this yeah, conversation. It yeah. 
this year, yeah, I think this is a better chance than the next year will be. Yeah. And it'll keep getting lower and lower. And so I'm not going to say this is the last chance to win just because I think as long as, he th- as long as he's there, Devontae Adams will be there, and they're probably the best duo in the league right now. But, yeah, I mean, every year that they don't win, more pressure is getting put on them, and, and look I think at the they quarterbacks. have less of a chance to win. Look at the teams now. No Brady. Mm-hmm. No Russell Wilson. Drew Brees is out two years ago. Look at the quarterbacks in the division. Stafford and the Rams will be there. To me, if Rodgers and the Packers are able to get a Godwin or an Allen Robinson, though, they would be undoubtedly my favorite scum out of the, the NFC. Bucks franchise tagging? They Godwin. have not yet. So I what the French and the deadline deal is done tomorrow. It's done tomorrow too. So they, they may, but I know Allen Robinson's not getting franchise tagged. Mike Williams got paid. That was shocking to me. I would not have yeah, paid him. I would dude. not have paid him. I think he's very talented, but I wouldn't have gave him sixty million dollars. No way. It's a lot. You're in a prime position at 19 to go draft a stud receiver. Why would you wait? I don't understand the waste of the money. I would have franchise tagged and traded him. That's what I would have done. But, yeah, anyway. Yeah, I think this this upcoming season, you got to say, I mean, if they don't at least make the Super Bowl, with the NFC the way it is, and, of course, a lot of things could change. Tampa. Do you think they have enough to win? Yes. They to win the NFC to win the NFC yes to win the Super Bowl is a different question because you're facing the Chiefs and the Bills who are going to be very very good. Know. You play the bank. I mean the Bengals it's true. won it this year. It's true, fluke, but true. I still can't believe the Chiefs just they blew this one. Let's not even get into that. We'll talk. We're going to talk about the Chiefs here in a minute. But uh, yeah, I would say they, I would for sure say they have enough right now. And with this is without the adding backs pieces. Are fucking unreal. Exactly. If AJ Dillon, Aaron Jones, AJ Dillon might be better at this point. You know, I I said if if Cole Beasley's on the market, go get Cole Beasley. Could you make Beasley with Rodgers? He would be incredible in that system. Incredible in that system. If I'm in, I, what's it going to take? A six round pick? Go get Beasley. Go get Beasley. I would rather have. If you're not going to get a, a Robinson or a Goblin, I'd rather have Beasley as my two in the slot, and then have. Valdez, Scantling, and whoever. And they, they sh- should draft the receiver also, I think. If they don't sign one, they should draft one for sure. But, yeah, I think looking at the NFC landscape, Dak Prescott becomes the third-best quarterback right now. Obviously, this is pending. We don't know Deshaun Watson could end up in Tampa, could end up wherever. Um, the Rams will be – the Rams are obviously going to be there. The Cowboys are going to be your third-best team right now in the NFC probably, or the Cardinals. Maybe the Niners. We don't know how Trey Lance is going to look, but maybe the Niners. I would have to say next year they would be my – right now they would even be my favorites to come out of the NFC. They need to make some roster moves to, for me to say, okay, they're the Super Bowl favorites over the Bills and the Chiefs. Packers? Yeah. They have to make – they still have to – because they, remember, Zedarius Smith's gone. You know, there he's gone. So you got to replace it. You got Rashawn Gary, who's nice, but you got to get another defensive lineman. They got to get – they got to shore up the defense. I mean, I think they do. Well, and what didn't help them also is Jerry Alexander's health last year. They got to shore up the defense and then just get literally one other weapon for mm-hmm. Rodgers yeah, on the outside. You know, Big Bob Tunyon will be back next year at tight end. I think he's a really good tight end. And then you get another receiver in there. You already have two good, really good running backs. A.J. Dillon be a starter on most teams. And I expect him to get a lot more touches next year. So, yeah, I mean, I think next year, like you said, each year it goes on, it's going to be tougher and tougher as you get older. But it's going to be tough when Brady... <laughs> if Brady unretires, which I think is going to happen, going I'll to. say it right now. Brady will be back next year. I'm saying he'll take one year off. Oh, I don't even think that. I think he comes back this year. Really? I think he comes back Tampa Bay this year. Yeah, I mean, if they don't sign, if they don't trade for anyone, why not? 
And, you know, what's the name already said? Whenever he wants to come back. If a team wants to trade for Brady, I think it was five first-round picks. He said that's our minimum, five first-round picks. Nobody's obviously going to trade for 45-year-old Brady, but I think Brady comes back this year, and that changes things. That does change things because I don't see the Bucks letting Goblin go. And then you know Gronk's back if Brady's back. Yeah, for sure. Got Lenny. They, you know, they need Ronald Jones needs to really play better. He's been kind of he's been iffy. They're oh well, and they do need another offensive lineman. Ali Marpet retired, and he's only twenty nine years old. Yeah, he's you know he retired. That's huge. Saw that. Defense is getting a little. The D line's old. Levante David's old. Their corners are very questionable in my opinion. I said all the time, if you can protect your quarterback, you're going to expose the Bucks secondary. I don't think they're as good as people thought. I think. Mahomes, the Chiefs O line made made the secondary of the Bucks look very good because Mahomes was running for his life and throwing jump balls most of the time. I don't think their corners are as good as people think. But yeah, we'll see. I, I predict Brady to come back this year. I don't think he take. I don't think he. I think he likes it too much. Right. I mean, look at the season he just had. What do you have? Five thousand yards and forty some touchdowns. I just don't see him bouncing. We'll see. All right, so let's rank our top five teams that need a quarterback most. Okay. You want me to go first? You want to go first? I can start. All right. I didn't really go like one through five. I just kind of no. That's fine. Throw them together. Yeah, I got five. So I put one as Bucks, but I had them like in my middle because obviously the lingering of Brady potentially coming back, and you know, let's say he doesn't come back, then they definitely need they need one. Well, they need can't go Blaine Gabbert, (laughs) and they have a good enough roster to get a decent quarterback. Yes. Two, I'll put Steelers. Good, de- great defense. Yeah, great defense. Good running, great running back. Look at the receiving honestly. core. The receiving core is nice. Just bad offensive line. Bad offensive line. No they got to fix that too. I think um, I'll say it right now. I'll, I'll give a little prediction. Jimmy G will be a Pittsburgh Steeler. I think it's a good fit for Jimmy G. Good run game. Good, good receivers. I think it's a better receiving core than he had in San Fran. When it comes to receivers outside of Debo, obviously, I think I would say those three guys are better than the next best San Fran receiver. Okay. Uh, I put the Titans. Oh, interesting. I thought about them. I really, I didn't put them on this list, but I thought about it, man. I don't think you can win with Tannehill. Yeah, we've already seen their ceiling. I mean, if they're content with having a ceiling of AFC championship game, that's fine for them. But they won't make the Super Bowl with Tannehill. Let's just call it how it is. If Brady were to leave, I feel like that could be a possible destination. Wasn't that like Vrabel. his second choice? Him and Vrabel, yeah. Him and Vrabel are boys too. I wouldn't. I wouldn't. Be, I could see that if he chose to leave. I don't see why he'd leave Tampa though. All right, so you got Pittsburgh, Tampa, Tennessee. Who you got next? Washington. Washington. Okay, they definitely need one. I mean, you can't go with Fitzpatrick. Who's the other guy? Who's the guy that played for him this year? Heineke. Oh, yeah, you can't go with Heineke and Fitzpatrick. And um, Carolina. If you don't get one. You're probably going to trade McCaffrey soon. There's already rumors out that uh, they're shopping him right now. So if, if they have another bad year with Sam Darnold and Cam rotating in and out, that's probably going to be a little weird. McCaffrey's probably going to be gone. And then, I mean, you just wasted an all-time player. So I think you got to go get someone. You have to, you have to do what the Broncos did and try to go get Watson or someone. And like I said, I think Watson, if he's smart, is going to look at the landscape and say, okay, I should go to the NFC. And why not Carolina? If I'm Carolina, I'm giving up pick six. Because what if Carolina's going? What if Carolina's looking to draft a quarterback anyway at six? I heard they like what's the, this K 
kid from Liberty, Malik Willis. I heard they like him a lot, but dude, I mean, how he's so raw. How many years away is he from being good? I mean, you get Watson. I don't like drafting anyone in this class to be like. I don't think anyone in this class is a franchise guy. I don't. I don't think any one of them is. I think I think one guy is, and I think he's getting real. Corral. I think I think Corral's getting very, very disrespected by some of the guys. I know a that a lot of people are saying the Seahawks want him. Yeah, I saw that they have. I couldn't believe it. I saw a mock draft have him going round two. I think that's criminal if he goes round two. I mean, he's way better than that. I think he's the best quarterback in the class, in my opinion. Behind Desmond Ritter. <laughs> no, I do not. I saw the guy that's falling down the board bad is Carson Strong. I don't even know who that is. The Nevada quarterback, big guy, slow, not mobile. They have him falling like round three now. He was mid round two. They have Ritter and uh, Sam Howell, round two guys. Uh, Corral, a late first, and then they have Pickett. They have Pickett going to Washington. Pickett might be the guy that's most ready to play. I don't know how good he is, though. But, because I saw they had Carolina taking Willis. uh, Washington at 11 taking Pickett. And then maybe it was Detroit at, like, 28. Is Pickett falling at all because of his hands? He, a little bit. I still think he's still mid-first round is what people have had him at for a while. Some people had him in the top 10, which I think is ridiculous. But, um, yeah, this quarterback class isn't deep, man. I saw there is a new – so you, the top six has been the same. It's been – you've had Pickett, Corral, Willis, Howell, Desmond Ritter, Carson Strong. Skyler Thompson for K-State now is the seventh quarterback in this class they have. He is nice. <laughs> I saw they have him as the seventh quarterback about around four. I guess he had a good pro day. I didn't watch him. I guess He, he didn't said, run as fast of a 40 as I thought he would. How much did he, how would he run? Like high 4.8. I was really pissed Willis didn't run. I wanted to see how fast he was. I thought he'd run like a 4.5, but. 4.8. How about that defense alignment for Georgia at 3.40 running the fucking... He made a a lot of money. He's a top 15 pick now. Top Maybe top 10. The the Seahawks might draft him at 9. They need D-line. Okay, so I have the Seahawks in. I don't know. You might not change. I have the Seahawks in my top five. So I just wouldn't have had Tennessee. They were my borderline. I went Seattle, Pittsburgh, Tampa, Washington, Carolina as my top five teams that need a quarterback most. Seattle probably could lower them down the board because they're not in a rush. They know it's a rebuild. Obviously, if they're cutting Bobby Wagner, they know it's a rebuild. So I'm guessing Pete Carroll's got to be gone. Pete Carroll ain't sticking around for a rebuild, right? I hope not. I mean, what's he going to do, though? He ain't going to get a head coaching job, is he? No. I don't know. Texas. (laughs) Texas. Texas. We'll see what happens next year, Sarkeesian. I mean, people say, oh, you got to give him four years. I agree you got to give a guy four years. Texas does not agree you give a guy four years. Not if Carroll comes calling. You got to bring him in, right? At his age, I think it'd be a terrible hire. I think a college team, but if you're going to say a college team's going to do it, it would be a Texas because it's a big name. So I guess, yeah, Texas could do it if Carroll came calling. You know, obviously not going back to USC. So, you know, I think Texas came calling. You're probably right. I got, actually, I'll, I'll ask it in rapid fire. Okay. I want to leave it for that. What did the Chiefs need to do to get back? Um, Disaster. We, let's just call it what it is. It was a disastrous ending. 21-3 lead. They lose the game to the Bengals. Um, obviously, you know, that sucked. I was, couldn't believe what I was watching. Actually, I was speechless at the time. It took me 
a week and a half to get a podcast out because I still didn't have the words to describe what happened to Kansas City. And the Super Bowl was just so there. They, they were. I like the Rams. I think the Chiefs would have smoked them. I think Chiefs would have smoked the Rams, to be to be honest. But, again, we didn't get to see that game because the Chiefs blew it. So what do you think Chiefs need to do? Do you got to bring back Tyron Matthew? I don't. You don't bring him back? No. Okay. Age? Age, I just think he's a distraction to this team at, at this point. Um, in the media, I mean, I think he just goes too far. I know he's a good leader, but I don't know if the production is there to keep up with everything else going on on the outside. But, I mean, you can't have Dan Sorensen starting either. Yeah. They, you can't have if they even starting either. If, uh, if they uh, – if he walks, they'll have to sign somebody. You're definitely drafting one of those safeties at the end of the first round. I think the first thing is is just get your mental right with Mahomes. I don't know what the fuck happened last year, but yeah, it wasn't a great year. He had some moments, obviously the bad best. year and just a horrible ending. So it's crazy about the Chiefs. Would they finish twelve and five? And it was a bad year, terrible year. That's insane. That's how good the Chiefs are. Imagine if they had played good, they probably wouldn't have lost the game last year. And you can't even really say it was on the defense because they played great. After they brought in Melvin Ingram, the, the last, Chiefs' yeah. defense was top ten in the NFL. NFL. Yeah, I would. Uh, I, I would, think it's the same thing as the Packers. I think they have to bring in a bona fide number two wide out. Yeah, because and I'm. I don't know. I don't know where you stand. I like Pringle way more than I like Hardman. I think Pringle will be my three and bring in a real a really good number two. I'm not sold on Hardman. I think he's got great speed, obviously, but. I don't recall him catching a ball that isn't a screen or a jet sweep. So, what does he give you? He's a, he's a he's a knockoff Tyreek Hill. You know, how much time do they got with you? Tyreek Hill's 29. Kelsey's what? 31? 32? They're getting up there, man. And I agree with you. Can't pay Tyron Matthew if he wants four years. I'm not paying him $15 million when he's in year four at 34 years old. Absolutely not. Paying a safety when he's 34. That You can't. If he... I would say... I know they like him a lot. So if he was willing to come back on a one- or a two-year deal, if it was a two-year deal, I would say that's fine. I'm not giving him a four-year deal, though. Not at 30. You're not paying him $15 million a year when he's 33 and 34 years old. You're not going to – you can't do that. Um, you got to find a way to – you know, Thornhill, I'm really shocked that he's not better. Um, can't be – like you said, cannot be playing Ben Neiman in big games. That just can't happen. <laughs> Dan played a lot better towards the end of the year. Still not good, you know. He's still not good. You can't have him playing in big games. I do like their corners. I don't think their corners are half bad. They like, you know, they got a lot. I thought they got really, they got a lot of bad calls to go their way late in the year, though, those corners. Uh, I think, what's his name? Who's their top corner? Thornhill or uh, no. Sneed? Sneed, I like him a lot. I think he's really good. Um, and, uh... Yeah, I mean Thornhill, he's got to he's got to get better. You, but they drafted him second round. He's got to be better. He's been he's been he was awful last year. But yeah, we'll see. Uh, like I said, as long as Mahomes is healthy for the rest of his career, they will always be in contention. But if you want to win a couple titles more with this with this core, what you got two, three years tops with tops, Kel tops three. I would. I mean, I think next year's a must win. Oh yeah, I would say so. They must win the Super Bowl next year if they want to win get a couple. One more. title in five years of prime Mahomes, Tyreek, and Tra Travis. It's not a good look. And it's with a, a couple easy paths. 
Especially this path. The two Rams NFC titles for those for those Rams teams, I mean those Chiefs teams were so much better. Yeah. Oh yeah, when the Patriots yeah. beat the Rams. Yeah, the Chiefs should have won then. And if D Ford's brains doesn't go offside, they do they do win that game and go to the Super Bowl and probably win. And then this year, like I said, this Rams team is a lot better than the golf team, but I still think the Chiefs were a superior team. I do too. I mean, uh, it's insane they have one Super Bowl. At least they have one, though, right? So let's get into the Cowboys. <laughs> let's get into the shit show. <laughs> so Cowboys have till March 11th, 12th, maybe, to cut Amari Cooper to save money. They have to decide on that. But today, you know, they're still debating it. They uh, restructured Dak and Zach Martin's contract to free up $24 million in cap. They uh, franchise tagged. Uh, Dalton Schultz, which I liked because it's one of the cheaper tags, the tight ends, $10.1 million. So I'm fine with that. And he had a really good year, so I'm fine with him coming back. Um, they're going to re-sign Cedric Wilson and Michael Gallup. So now you have to decide, though, because they could also, instead of cutting Cooper, they could cut Demarcus Lawrence. But that must mean you are bringing back Randy Gregory if you're cutting Demarcus Lawrence because you can't lose Gregory and Lawrence in the same season. That's not good. So is this a make-or-break season for this current Cowboys roster coming up? Yeah, I think. I don't know what like the cap would be, but I think you have to at least make the NFC title game, possibly the Super Bowl. Um, and if you don't, I think you break break it up, clean I th- house. You, I would- you. If you don't make the NFC title game, you have to get rid of Zeke. You have to get rid of McCarthy. I think he should have got let go this year. Yeah. He made so many mistakes this year. I mean, I don't know if he really lost him any games, but he surely never fucking won him a game. No, definitely did not win us any games at all, actually. And he, he just had, he had too many coaching blunders, man. You know, they weren't ready to go in the biggest games of the year. Cardinals, no. San Fran came out terrible. I mean... Denver, down Yeah, they beat, they beat their easy division, but who did they really beat that was good? In my opinion, if the Cowboys would have played Cowboy football, they would should have beat the Chiefs in Kansas City. The Chiefs were awful. The Chiefs were awful during that run. That was a bad loss for the Cowboys, in my opinion, because that was when the Chiefs were kind of a little stuck in the mud, not knowing what to do. You held them to 19 points. You can't I mean, ask Why are they more. trying to get rid of Amari? I don't get that. Yeah, I mean, if it comes down to cutting Amari and Tank Lawrence, I, I'm, so, I'm sad to say I think I'm cutting Demarcus Lawrence, though. I would cut Demarcus Lawrence. I feel like they got Cooper. enough guys D-line. I'm drafting a D-line, a D-end in the first or second round. I'm bringing back Randy Gregory, sadly, that dumbass. But I'm cutting Lawrence over Cooper. I don't get why we're cutting Cooper. Mario Cooper's – what? What is, what, like, is, is Mario Cooper? Like Mario Cooper going to end up on the Packers. Imagine like Mario like Cooper heading up onto the Packers. He'll go to the Packers or the Chiefs. Yeah. And imagine him going to that one of those teams. The looks he's going to get as the number two. They would be unreal. Dude, if the Chiefs get Amari Cooper, wrap the season up. Let's go to next year's offseason. Seriously, if they get Amari Cooper, I mean, it's over. I mean, I just think cutting Amari Cooper is a bad decision. Because that means you're rolling with Cedric Wilson and Noah Brown as your two and three until Gallup gets healthy. I hate that. You can't I don't even like Gallup as a two, honestly. I just don't understand it. But I have a feeling that they're going to cut Amari Cooper and keep Tank Lawrence. Can you I, cut Zeke? 
Does that benefit you at all, cap-wise? Yeah, but Jerry Jones won't. Jerry Jones is an emotional guy. He drafted Zeke. He loves Zeke. He ain't, he ain't cutting him. I'd cut him, but he ain't going to. I feel like he is kind of like the heartbeat of the team. He is in a way. He's been there a while. It's just, dude, I don't don't know what happened to that getaway speed. It's just not there anymore. It's just the the burst isn't there anymore. He'll have some 15, 20-yard runs that look nice, but, dude, back his rookie in second year, he had so many long touchdown runs, and he was a way better receiving back when, you know, his first and second year than he is now. Like I said, he's great at blocking, but... (laughs) <laughs> you can't say, oh, well, he's good at blocking, so we should keep him. Well, is he good at running and catching the ball? Tony Pollard, in my opinion, can give you that at a cheaper price than Zeke. Tony Pollard looked better than Zeke the last 10 weeks of the season. Yeah, Zeke started off well. I don't know what happened. I mean, he got, I know he nicked up, you know, nicked up the knee a little, but it's always something with Zeke now. And so I just feel like, I don't know, man. I'm just, I'm not sold... I'm not confident at all about next year. We'll see what happens in the draft. We'll see if we make any moves. They, which if they clear up gap, they said they're going to make a move for Tyron Matthew. I don't know how much I like that. I mean, Tyron Matthew loves the shit show, and he's going to come in and be the shit show. And I think he could just go downhill. Because Tyron Matthews, Tyron Matthews' ego and personality actually fits the way the Cowboys are because they're the Cowboys. It's a shit show. <laughs> it is a shit show each year. No matter who's there, it is a shit show. The reason AY said immediately when Brian Flores was fired by the Miami Dolphins, they should have fired Mike McCarthy and hired Brian Flores because Brian Flores comes from, you know, he makes te- makes his teams disciplined football teams, and that is what the Cowboys are not, disciplined at all. They are not a disciplined football team. Dak, you can't have 15 yards in the first half against San Fran in a playoff game at home. You can't do it. You can't do it. You can't run a quarterback draw with 20, 14 seconds left and no timeouts. You can't. I, what football team would do that? What good team? What, do I, what, is my, what is my motto? Dumb teams don't win championships in big games. The Cowboys are dumb. So they can't, they're not going to win. They're just dumb. Just dumb, man. Can they fix it this year or no? You- I think they can fix it for sure. I mean, I just, I really think McCarthy is just. I, I don't want to f- put the full blame on him, man, but he has just lost his mind. He's lost his mind. He was such a good coach. I think he's just lost the time. He's he's not with the times. He's he's. I don't know about him, dude. Something's off. I mean, the title he won was 2010, right? It's a long yeah. time ago. Yeah, I don't know, dude. I hope they can fix it up. I mean, I want to, I'm going to cheer on the Cowboys, of course, but it's tough. All right, so we're going to get into our top five super good Super Bowl contenders as of right now? Yeah. Okay. Let's just go off our – you you say your one, I'll say my one. We'll see how we do it. All right. Uh, I'm going to go Bills, number one. Okay. I went to Chiefs at one. I'm riding with Patrick Mahomes, best quarterback in the NFL, best player in football. I'm going Patrick Mahomes and the Chiefs. I'll go Chiefs too. I have Bills too. I think I, Bills are just. You're not going to hear any more any more Josh Allen slander from me. No more. Revenge tour. Lost to the Chiefs twice in a row. Well, you're gonna. You know they used that as a slogan last year. Hey. They were so close this year. How do you give up 55 yards in 13 seconds? Beyond me. I don't know. Great Chiefs. head coach. Josh Allen's unreal. I I would actually put my money on Josh Allen to win the MVP next year. I think Josh Allen wins MVP next year. I think he's going to have an unreal season. And if there is a team that's going to take over the Chiefs and beat the Chiefs, and I don't see the Chiefs collapsing to a 
lesser team, if a team is going to beat them next year, because I think the Chiefs are going to be so hungry after that disaster, it would be the Bills because the Bills are legit. Bills are 100% legit. Yeah. All right, so we flop there. What do you got at three? I go Rams-Packers. Same. I go Rams-Packers as well. I can't – I mean, you got to put the Rams. They're going to return almost everybody outside of maybe Vaughn Miller. The OBJ will be back. Who knows when he'll be back, but you can have Robert Woods back too. So, I mean, yeah, I would have to go Rams over the Packers right now. I guarantee you we don't have the same five. There's no chance. Do you have the Cowboys? I do not have the Cowboys. I have the Cowboys. You have the Cowboys? Yeah. Wow. I just – the NFC is so weak. I would agree. The NFC go six and zero in their division. They should at worst be, they should at worst win the first round game. They should definitely win the first round game, and then you're probably gonna have to play a Rams or Packers. Did you go Cardinals? No, I went Baltimore. Wow, I went Baltimore. I don't like that. I think Baltimore is gonna come. Baltimore (laughs) wins the division. If Lamar don't get hurt, Baltimore wins that division. Burrow and them do not win that division if if Lamar is not hurt. I like the Ravens. I think they're going to come back. They also are a team that needs to go get a legit one at receiver, though. Sammy Watkins and Hollywood Brown does not cut it to win a championship. So I will say it's five pending they get a legit number one. So I'll say if they aren't, if they don't uh, get a real number one, I know Mark Andrews is a great tight end. I actually, dare I say, I have Mark Andrews the second best tight end in football now. I would go the Denver Broncos at five if, uh, if the Ravens don't get a legit number one. Damn. I like the Ravens. I think Lamar's going to have a tremendous year. Um, they if Injuries really – I mean, remember, they lost their two starting corners, all their running backs. I mean, you were playing Le'Veon Bell and Latavius Murray, for God's sake. They lost J.K. Dobbins. They lost Gus Edwards. They lost that one-two punch. They were so injured, injured last year. I just think – I think they would have won that division, and the Bengals would have been a wild card if, the, uh, if he didn't get hurt. So I went Ravens five. I knew we wouldn't have the same. I can't believe you're going with the Cowboys, though. I mean, I appreciate that, but I'm putting all my trust in them next year. Oh my I know, goodness. I know, I know. It's a do or die. If they don't, it is do or die. If they don't win, it's over. They're blowing it up. They have to win. Cowboys. They're gonna actually. Don't they have kind of a hard schedule outside of their division? It's not easy, but the only good thing is our division is so shitty. They'll play the exact same teams. So you know, I looked at the re- I looked at the thing. As of right now, I thought ten and seven was fair. I think I think eleven and six. I think twelve and five is the ceiling next year. I think ten and seven though. Are you looking at their schedule? No. But yeah, I mean they have a tough schedule, man. They do. They have a really tough schedule. Uh, but again, you should have six wins locked up. Unless Washington or New York pull out a trade for Watson, you should have six wins locked up in that division. The Giants plan on rolling back Daniel Jones, Jalen Hurts in Philly. And then who are the commander? So what? Here's my guess: the commanders are going to end up getting a guy like Teddy Bridgewater if they don't make a trade for Deshaun Watson. So yeah. I mean, six and zero in the division should be a lock. Probably. I can't believe they didn't slip up and lose one last year. I predicted they would, and they didn't. So good for the Cowboys. I mean, but again, I don't care. I don't care that we win. I hope we should. We play three of the worst teams in the NFL. How on God's green earth did Philly make the playoffs? How bad is the NFC wild card? Minnesota. You have a chance next year to prove something because the NFC is wide open. Minnesota is going to be my dark horse again, and I hope they don't make me look stupid because before the season, I said Minnesota was my dark horse in the NFC to make the Super Bowl. I said that on a podcast last year. That is embarrassing. If Minnesota does it to me again, you know, again, they should they should be looking to get Deshaun Watson. I mean, imagine Minnesota was able to flip Kirk Cousins last year of his contract and a couple picks for Watson. They would be unreal. Here's a big question for you. Before we get into our top 15 quarterbacks. 
today. Is Matthew Stafford a Hall of Famer? No. Really? No, but I think he will be. Just because... I don't even think he has to win another title. I just think he has to have five five more really good seasons with the Rams. Which he should. Yeah. There should be no way. I think he'll be... Like, if he retired today, no. But I think he will be in five years. Doesn't even have to get another title. Just win a couple more playoff games and... I would put him in right now. Wow. Okay. He's... I don't think people realize he's 12th all-time in NFL passing yards. He played for the Lions for how many? 11 years? 12 years? He played for the Detroit Lions, and he is 12th in passing yards. He's actually thrown to two receivers that have had the greatest receiving season of all time in Calvin Johnson and now Cooper Cup. I think he's a Hall of Famer. I mean, just look if the Lions could have put a competent team out on the field. First year, he goes to L.A. Super Bowl. Wins, wins. He had never won a playoff game. He wins four and wins a Super Bowl. I think you got to put him in right now. I agree. I think he for sure will make a stamp on it the next three to four years. He's only 34 years old. Um, seems to be getting healthier. You know, that was a lot of the problem with him too in Detroit was injuries, but he seems to be healthy this year. Obviously a good offensive line, that helps. Um, good, better receivers to where you're not holding the ball for so long. Uh, good run game. So, yeah, I would put him in now, but I agree with you. Three, four years' time, he'll put a stamp on it, and he'll for sure be a Hall of Famer. So let's get into it. I'm interested to see where we're at here with top 15 quarterbacks as of today. You want to you alternate like we'll go one through five, and then you say you're one through five? Yeah. All right, so my number one, still Patrick Mahomes, best player in football. Um will go down as the greatest quarterback of all time. Um, Whoa. Single greatest arm talent of all time Stop, already. bro. Single greatest arm talent of all time already. You better get a lot more titles. I don't think he needs seven. I think it hurts that he could never play Brady again, though, unless Brady comes back, of course, then you could see it. But I think it really hurts that he could never play Brady again. That really he has to get that like loss. Four. You know what? I'll change right? my mind. I'll change my mind. I don't know if he can be one because, God, dude, Brady has the head-to-head over him. That just gonna, that's going to be – at least be... four, wouldn't you say, to be in discussion? Might have to be upwards of five, dude. I mean, that loss is going to take – At dude. least four. Okay, say I'll that. say this. He is going to go down as two, at worst, in my opinion, the second greatest quarterback to ever play this game. Because I, I can't say because I just that lost. That loss sucks. I'll say he at least has to get four. And I would almost say he has to get five. I would almost say he has to get five Super Bowls. And it would help a lot if Brady came back this year and they played in the Super Bowl and he beat Brady. That would help a lot. Because Brady's always going to have that thing. Brady was 43 years old and beat him in a Super Bowl when Patty was 25. That's big. That's big in the discussion. I, I always don't – I always I, – I never say I like to use championships in the debate, but when it's head-to-head like this, he has the head-to-head Super Bowl win. It's tough. It's tough, man. But I think if there's anybody that can do it, it's him. So I have Josh Allen at two. No yeah. more no more Allen Sander for me. I had him outside my top five for a while. No more Josh Allen Sander for me. I actually love watching Josh Allen play. That that game against the Chiefs, he played so well. He, again, it was the Chiefs made an incredible drive and they got the ball first in overtime and went down and won the game. And you know, Josh Allen was under. It was gonna be whoever had the ball last. Yeah, Josh Allen literally played, in my opinion, almost if not the perfect game. He almost played the perfect game against Kansas City. Pretty, uh, yeah, he pretty much did. Rodgers is three for me. I know I saw a lot of people. I've looked. I was looking at some lists. A lot of people still have Rodgers above Allen. 
I would take Allen just because of age. Not any. This isn't diminishing Rodgers at all. I still think Rodgers is the elite, and I think there is a a little bit of a dip after the top three. My four is actually Deshaun Watson, who hasn't played football in a year. Um, I think when Deshaun Watson starts playing football again, he's going to have that y'all must have forgot moment to where it's going to be like, oh, okay, this guy is unbelievable. Is he ever going to play, though? He'll play. He's going to play next year. Are we sure? Mm-hmm. I don't want to talk about the allegations on here, but, I mean, they went running. They announced we're going to have court. They're nowhere to be found. To me, I'm just going to say, I think there, you know, I would love there to be a trial to figure out was it true or not. To me, though, it's just strange that they came out with all these allegations and then when shit got serious, they haven't been heard of. That's just weird to me. I don't know. I don't know how anybody else thinks. I'm sure people that have different views than I do probably think differently, but I think that's just strange to me. I don't get how it's not weird to people that. When shit hit the fan and the courts were like, all right, we're going to have court date. We'll set a court date. And nobody responded. That was weird to me. I think he will play football next year. And I think he'll play. I think he's going to be in the NFC. Uh, I could see Carolina. I could see um, Tampa Bay. Um, possibly the Commanders. I think that would be his last option to go to, especially all the allegations surrounding their owner and stuff there. It's kind of a shit show there. But I think Carolina or... Uh, Tampa, if he goes to Tampa, I mean, Jesus, Tampa just reloads and they're right back there, ready to win. Uh, Matthew Stafford would be my five, honestly. I'm going Matthew Stafford five. I think he proved how elite he is um, winning the Super Bowl. I mean, they ran over the Cardinals. He took down the GOAT and then beat a division rival. And then, yeah, obviously he played, you know, he played, like, in terms of March Madness, he played Loyola Chicago to win a national title, but he still won a, he still won a Super Bowl. You know, Cinderella story in Cincinnati. Um, but, yeah, uh, I think Stafford would be my five. Okay. So what will be your top five? Mahomes, Allen, Rodgers, same. I went Justin Herbert. Four. I mean, I can't say. I think he's you know. just unreal. Special. I think they would have been in the playoffs if their coach wasn't a fucking idiot. Yeah. And their defense didn't suck. <laughs> yeah. I mean, their coach made some just questionable calls. Fourth and one in your own 20? Like, that's borderline throwing the game. It's borderline. You're fired for the decisions he made. The Raiders are ready to run out the clock. The Raiders were ready to run out the <laughs> clock, and you called the timeout, and the Raiders like, okay, well, you're dumb. Now we'll run the ball. And they picked up, what, 10, 12 yards? Okay, kick field goal and send you home. In- embarrassing. So who would be your five? Watson. Watson, okay, yeah, yeah. yeah. So, and then and then I go Stafford. Six. I got Lamar. Lamar, seven, okay. Yeah. Lamar, then Russ, eight. Okay. Burrow, nine. Dak, ten. Okay, so I'm going Wilson, six. Herbert, seven. Lamar, eight. Burrow, nine. Dak, ten. So we have the same nine, ten. Um, when it comes to Burrow, I think, I think he's a great player and a great quarterback, but I think this season, and social media does this, I think they got, he got a little, I don't want to call him overrated. He got a little overhyped though. You know, they had a great run. Don't get me wrong. He played unreal and he deserved comeback player of the year over Dak. That was not even a discussion. He deserved it. But I think they got a little bit overrated in my honest opinion. Yeah, I agree. 
So this is where it gets interesting. Eleven through fifteen, interesting. I mean, I have, I think we'll both have. You have Kyler Murray at eleven. Yeah. Okay. Who would be your twelve? Car. Okay, so we have the same there. I got Jimmy, my boy Jimmy G. <laughs> okay, I got Kirk Cousins thirteen, Jimmy G fourteen. <laughs> I go Tannehill and then Matt Ryan actually. And I just made a switch right now over Kirk Cousins. You have Kirk, not Kirk Cousins in your top fifteen. Yeah. I just made a change. I took I took Ryan Tannehill out. Matt Ryan be my fifteen as well. I'd have that Matt Ryan in there. I would take Tannehill out. Wow, the Kirk Cousins slander needs to quit. That needs to quit. He had a tremendous season with a shit defense. But I'm just so high on Jimmy G. I know you love Jimmy G, dude. He's a winner. All he does is win. Your favorite quarterbacks are by far Jimmy G and Josh Allen. For sure, no <laughs> doubt. The question. Not even a question. I love Jimmy G. You know who became one of my favorite quarterbacks? I like Derek Carr, man. I really like Derek Carr. I root for Derek Carr. Mahomes is obviously my one. God, I don't even know if I had Dak in my top three. Favorites. That's fucked up. I'd have Mahomes. uh, Fields. And probably... T-Law. Okay. Two rookies behind. No Kyler. Players. I don't know what to do. He he's he's kind of been rubbing me the wrong way. I think he's a little he's he's being a little too bitchy. I I hope that thing of him asking for seventy million a year is not true. That can't be true. I hope not. I mean, good. good. <laughs> Cannot ask for seventy million a year when you have not won anything in the NFL. Go play baseball. Go play baseball, bro. Like you're not gonna get that money here. And I don't even know how good you are at baseball. You haven't played in three years. How good are you at baseball, too? All right, so now we're going to dive into NBA. Sadly, we're going to start off with Lakers talk. Uh, we'll talk a little bit in, in uh, the Harden trade, Warriors, Zion, Beal. We'll rank our top five rookies that we think will have the best NBA careers, and then we'll give our top five MVP candidates as of now. So the first question on the board, I want, I want your – because, I mean, obviously I'm talking Lakers a lot. I'm obviously LeBron, big LeBron guy, and obviously you're a huge LeBron guy too. Should LeBron look to leave LA after this year? It's a legit question. Now it's a, it's will he and should he is completely different because I don't think he will, but should he? If you asked me this two weeks ago, I would have said yeah, but I'm gonna say no now. I would say no as well because I think if he looked for a way out, that would hurt his reputation. For sure, if he was like, if he asked for a trade, I think it would hurt his reputation. So I agree. I don't think he should. He's got one more year left on his deal after this year. He can reevaluate after next year if AD's not, you know, right or this team still shit. Um, he can reevaluate after next year. I definitely don't think he should look to do anything this off season except hopefully they create some magic in the off season and redo this roster somehow. Um, I don't know. It's going to be an interesting offseason. I don't even know what they can do. Um, I'm going to say it now. I'm not, I'm, not, I'm not giving up. I'm not going to say that they're done. I'm not going to say the Lakers are buried because at the end of the day, LeBron's still the best player in the world. He showed you that – is he going to be able to give you 50 in four games to win? No. I think he could do 50 and I think he could score 50 in a couple games and then you're going to have to have Anthony Davis play well in a few to win a series. But if AD can come back, and this is a big ask, if he can come back and be – Anthony Davis, or even close 
to Anthony Davis. That was in 2020. If he can be close to that, I'm not counting the Lakers out of making a run. I'm not going to do it. I will not count LeBron out for making a run. He's too good. He keeps proving it over and over again how good he is. So you're still on the Laker. Yeah, I, I'm not going to jump it off now. You have, to, you have I'm to on. I'm on. I'm on, and I'm on for good. And I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna jump off. So part two, though, let's just let's just say AD comes back. Because in my opinion, the Lakers are gonna make the playoffs. Like I think they'll win both their playing games. Let's say they lose to the Suns four two four one. Should they shop AD this offseason? Yeah, shop for sure. Trade? I don't know. Just see what's out there. Definitely see what's out there. And again, this is a should they, not will they, because I don't think there's a chance in hell Jeannie Buss, after what she gave up to get him, would trade him. Because you're not getting, you're not going to be getting back, in my opinion, three first-round picks and a really good player. I think they should shop him, though, because he's not the guy. He's not the player to build around like they thought he was. Like, LeBron is still the guy they have to build around. And three years in, is this three years in, right, to the AD-LeBron yep. deal? Yeah. LeBron's they were planning on building around AD after LeBron being the second fiddle, and that's not turned playing. out that way. Yeah. Portland. So that's why I think they could shop him, just because I mean LeBron might leave too. So Portland says AD for Dame straight up. What do you say? No. You'd say no. Yeah, I just I don't know about because of the future, anymore. because of his age and... anymore. I don't know how that fits with LeBron really. Kyrie fit pretty well. That was a long time ago. LeBron's was. game was different. I feel like the 2020 run... I also don't... I, Dane's kind of been sketching me out lately. With the injuries and stuff? I agree. I would say LeBron, in my opinion, has always worked better, though, with a guard, looking at Dwayne and Kyrie. Now the 2020 run, I would say no. LeBron's never played better with a duo in that bubble run than him and AD played together. He's never played better with a duo. They'll, I don't know if they'll shop him. Now, teams may call. I don't think they'll trade him. There's no way. They gave up too much. They have to ride this out one more year because LeBron will be in the final year of his deal. They have, they'll ride it out one more year of them too. No doubt they will. They'll definitely ride it out. Should they trade him? It's tough, man, because I don't think if the Lakers want to contend, because what are you going to do? You have LeBron for one more year. Are you going to trade AD for some young assets and picks and then throw LeBron another season, throwing away LeBron? Because then, in my opinion, if they traded AD for young players and picks, then LeBron can ask out. Because you gave up on LeBron. So LeBron's like, okay, well, you gave me all these young guys and future picks, and I still have Westbrook here. I'm out. Then I went out, too. I want to be traded. Yeah. Colin Coward said Miami should make a move. They should offer him Tyler Hero, Duncan Robinson, two first-round picks for LeBron. Miami should. I mean, could you imagine him and Jimmy G and... I mean, him and Jimmy Butler and Bam, though. He's not leaving L.A. this year, though. He's not going to. He loves L.A., dude. He yeah. loves L.A. Watching him play the board, dude, he loves playing fucking in oh, the yeah. center. He loves that attention. Oh, yeah. He likes his celebrity sitting courtside so we can talk to him. That's why I think the only realistic move could be maybe him playing in Madison Square Garden. He likes being in Hollywood. His family likes it. I don't think he He's wants to leave LA. Like I said, I think the only time he will leave is when, if his son gets drafted by a different team, he'll figure out a way to go there. Because in my opinion, after this contract comes up in next year, he's a free agent after next year, he's going to just keep signing one-year deals to see what happens with his son, for sure. Is this Frank Vogel's last season as a Lakers head coach? A hundred percent. 
and they should go hire Mark Jackson. That'd be sweet. They should go hire Mark Jackson, dude. He knows today's NBA. Is that a is that a rumor? It's all it's always been floated out there by people that LeBron and Mark Jackson have had huge mutual respect, and that LeBron <laughs> now that he made it, they made a huge mistake just not hiring Ty Lue as the head coach. Disaster. Ty Lue's one of the best coaches in the NBA. Yeah, they lowball him, right? Yeah, they lowballed Ty Lue, an NBA champion. I thought, guess what? And I'll, I'll, I'll say it right here where I was wrong. I thought Ty Lue got carried by LeBron. I was wrong. Tyrone Lue is a very, very good head coach and better than Frank Vogel. I mean, the Clippers beat the Lakers' ass every time they play him. And they don't even I mean, have I think Paul Vogel can beat the Suns in the first round. And, I mean, he has to win another title this year to not be fired. Yeah. It's, it, he should be fired. I mean, it's just gone too far. Is it, is it his fault? No, but it's always I don't think be. the players are responding to him anymore. So I agree. It's, I don't. And LeBron isn't. That's for sure. No. And that's when you got to cut ties. Yeah, because the worst, the best, the best case for LeBron. He respected Vogel, in my opinion, early on because Vogel had a great defensive philosophy that first year. Just how good they were defensively that bubble run. And he obviously respected Spolstra. He respected Ty Lue. When LeBron loses respect of a coach, it's time to move on. Because LeBron's never won a title, in my opinion, when he hasn't respected a coach. So, I mean, he, it's time to move on. So, a trade rumor around Russ to the Knicks for Julius Randle and Kimball Walker. Would you say yes or no to that trade if you're the Lakers? What's the trade again? Russell Westbrook, an unprotected 2026 first-round pick. For Julius Randle and Kimball Walker. I mean, I guess just because you're basically just getting Julius Randle. Yeah. I think Russell and Kimba are both so diminished in their careers now, you're basically just canceling them out. Yeah. So you're saying, all right, give me Julius Randle for a first round pick. That's basically what the trade is in, right? Yeah. When's the first round pick? 2027? 2026. Yeah, I mean, if, if you have LeBron on your team, you got to go out now. Like, yeah. who cares about building for the future? I mean, as shitty as it is to say, like, you got to try to get pieces around LeBron when you have him. Yep. He's still good enough to win a title. AD is in his prime. If he's healthy, you got to find pieces. I would ask for Alec Burks over Kimba Walker, though. Burks is not injury prone. He knows his role. He can shoot the ball, play defense. I would ask for Burks over Kimba. I would not want Kimba. But if that means I'm getting Randall, I'll take it because obviously Randall's going to give the Lakers more than Russell Westbrook can. What about what about Russ in the first round pick for John Wall and Christian Wood? I'd take that. Yeah, I would take that. You can play. You can play Kimba. You can play Christian Wood at the four. Or what the would five. demand more value, Christian Wood or Jalen Green at this point? Wait, what? Like, what would the what would the Lakers have to give up more for? Christian Wood or Jalen Green? Chris, uh, Jalen Green for sure. Just because he was the number two overall pick. And when he was playing, he was playing very well. He just, he got injured. You'd have to give up all your first round picks to get Jalen So Green. basically any trade they can make for Russ is just going to be a you're guy they can cancel out. And then, a pick, and then a good player and then a pick. Because you're going to have to attach a pick to Westbrook. He's making $47 million. You have to attach a pick to him. So, who will have more success together? Harden and Embiid or KD, Kyrie, and Simmons? This is a tough one, but I'm going to go Harden and Embiid. And I think 
it's just solely based off of like Kyrie, Katie, and Simmons. I just don't know what the what's going to be going forward. Are they going to be healthy? Yeah, Kate, Kyrie and Simmons might be healthy, but Katie won't be. And Katie's been more injury prone than Katie anybody. and Simmons might be healthy, but Kyrie will be out, or Kyrie's going to be taking personal leaves of leave of absence, I walking mean, off the end of the earth because it's flat. You know, he might do that. You just can't trust the Nets. And you look at Katie's, they make a run. Katie's been more injury prone than Harden the last two years, or in Embiid. Embiid's actually really not been that injury prone the last few years. I think Harden and Embiid, you've seen it. They're undefeated when he plays. We don't we don't question that anymore. What? Harden and Embiid. Oh, there's no question. They, they might not win the title, but they're it the, works. They're the best duo in the NBA. They're the best duo in the NBA. It's not even and it's not even close. I can't say AD and LeBron right now. AD haven't proved nothing to me the last couple of years. You got to say it's Harden and Embiid. Embiid or MVP? In, 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 he is my MVP leader as of right now. Yes, I think Jokic is close though. Jokic is. People don't realize that Jokic also has his first and second best player out. Murray and Porter Jr. have not played. I just don't know how you can't say Embiid. It has to be Embiid this year. I'm going to you Homer too, but he's been the most dominant player. Yeah, no, it's Embiid this year for me 100%. He deserves it this year. Um, here's the thing. I think Embiid, KD, or I mean KD, Kyrie, and Simmons is going to work. The only problem is when it comes down to the playoffs, Ben Simmons can't score. And that's going to be huge because they're going to leave him open. And but they're going to, they're going to, can. But they're going to send doubles on doubles at KD. Who's better defensively, Philly or the Nets? The Nets. With Simmons, the Nets. I think the Nets are. Uh, Drummond's a really good pickup. Uh, he's had an, he's actually had a really good season. Um, I guess I can't say. I don't know who's better defensively, actually, because Embiid, Embiid to me is a very – people overrate his defending. I think he's a good defender. He's nowhere near a great defender. I mean, Matisse, he's too lazy. Isn't Matisse Thibault? Matisse Thibault. Ben Simmons? He's good. I don't think anywhere. I don't know. I don't think anyone's close to Simmons' defense. So I think Simmons is the best defensive player in the NBA. Um, but I would go Harden and Embiid. You just watch it. It's it was such a how most of the time when you get these when you get these superstar pairings, it takes a little bit. It's just so smooth. They just work together. Like they're so good. Like uh, you know, I just don't. Yeah, I just don't. Uh. I would pick Harden and Embiid. I think they're they're the favorites to come out of the East this year, and we'll obviously get to that in, in our playoff predictions as of right now. But yeah, I would I would say Harden and Embiid because exactly Kyrie's a loose cannon. Simmons has become a bit of a loose cannon, and KD has. When when was the last time KD played? You know, a full season when it wasn't you know when he was missing for not missing for rest. I mean, he's had injuries the last three four years. Probably his last title with the Warriors. So that's twenty seventeen. Three years. That's what I'm saying, man. I mean, he's I'm not I'm not gonna call him a fragile guy, but he's he's injured a lot. Him and A D. Yeah, I don't know. I can't trust Street Clothes duo. <laughs> Does anyone actually fear the Warriors anymore? No. I I don't know what it is. I watch them and it's like I just don't see it anymore. The magic's gone. It's gone. Is Clay washed? I'm not going to call him washed because he is coming off two years of missing basketball. I'm going to give him time. But if he's playing this way around playoff time. KD didn't look like this after an Achilles. Oh, 100%. KD looked unreal after the Achilles. <laughs> KD's still the second best player in the NBA, 100%. Um, I, I actually, on the last podcast, I did my shooting guard rankings, and I had Clay Thompson actually under Fred Van Fleet. 
I had Clay yeah. Thompson as my tenth best shooting guard in the NBA. Slander. Is it? Is it slander though? Let me see if I have that real quick. Let's let's just go back here and let me take a peek and I'll, I'll see see what you think. Okay, here we go. Mm, okay. Oh no. Okay, I had well my brother had him under Van Fleet. I had him at nine. So I'm gonna give you the eight guys I have, and you tell me if you're taking Clay Thompson over any of these guys. James Harden. No. Devin Booker. No. Donovan Mitchell. No. Bradley Beal. Yes. Stop it. Stop it. Stop. And if you say yes to this next guy, I know you don't like him, Levine. You're not taking him over Levine. Why not? You you watch him play. We watched the game last night. He's just not the same guy. Yeah, I mean, I'm going to give him time, like you said. I'm going to give him time too, but I'm going off of – that list was for right now. I'm not taking him over James Harden, Devin Booker, Donovan Mitchell, Bradley Beal, Zach Levine, Jalen Brown, Anthony Edwards, or Shea Gildas Alexander. I'm not taking him over any of those guys. Right now. Maybe when it comes playoff time and he's a lot better, they're beating the Warriors' ass. That's good for the Lakers. I mean, the Warriors are beating the Clippers' ass. That's good for the Lakers. Klay Thompson, 16 points. He ain't going to be that guy no more, dude. I just don't feel The Warriors just, they're there. They're not better than the Suns. No. I don't know if they're better than the Grizzlies. Probably not, or is it? As of right now, no. And I'll tell you right now, I would pick the Nug- I would take the Nuggets over them when the Nuggets are going to be healthy in the playoffs. And that's the most likely 3-6 matchup. They're going to play Denver. That is a terrible matchup for the Warriors. Who's guarding? Who on that team is guarding Jokic? 6-5, Draymond? Kevon Looney? James Wiseman? Like, come on. I mean, I just don't see it with the Warriors anymore. I really don't. What is the likelihood that Zion Williamson's on a different team next year. 70%. You think it's 70%? Wow. I did not. See, I thought you were going to go low. Maybe not not at the beginning of the year. Just at any point, I think he gets Before next year's trade deadline. After next year's trade deadline. You're going to say after that? So, like, after the season? No. So, like, by the trade deadline, he will get traded. By then. Yes. 70%. Wow. I think it all comes down to his if, – if he's showing – which to me, it doesn't seem like he wants to be there. Obviously, I don't think he wants to be in New Orleans. No, I don't think he wants to be in New Orleans, and I think New Orleans is starting to figure out that he doesn't want to be there and he doesn't want to put in the time to become great. And I think it's just going to be both sides realize it doesn't work. We want it. New Orleans wants it to work really bad. Who wouldn't? I just don't think Zion wants it to but work. But Zion is clearly showing he doesn't care to. Get back and play. I mean, and it, once it gets to that point, we've seen it with AD, with Harden multiple times. You just have to let him go. I mean, you have to get the best thing that you can for him. And that's why you're going to do a Zion for AD straight up. <laughs> I think New York or uh, Atlanta is a tremendous landing spot. He wants to go to New York. Well, New York has the assets to do it. And Julius Trey, and, Trey and Zion, that'd be pretty nice. What about reuniting the former AU teammates, Jaw and Zion? Memphis also has a lot of Memphis also has a lot of assets and picks. That would be on. You'd have to get Jaron Jackson Jr., but I think I'm willing to see if that works out because you'd have one and two from that draft. That would be unreal. I'd love that move. I welcome Zion to Majel on the same team. That'd be awesome. Yeah, we'll see. I I, I went fifty fifty. I think there's a decent chance it happens. Does he want to be there though? That's the thing. We're gonna see next year. We're gonna find out next year if he wants to be there or not. Early, early. We'll see how into it he is. Will Bradley Beal sign long-term with the Wizards this summer, or will he leave in free agency? I think he signs long-term. 
I heard that he wants. I heard that he's telling everyone he wants to uh, find a way to the 76ers to play with Harden and Embiid. I read that today. I mean, good God, that trio. But like, this. If I'm the Sixers, though, is it worth it for the Sixers? Yeah, because to me, to me, having a big three isn't like, an. It's not a necessity. Dude, they're. And it how, already hurt enough to give up Drummond and Seth Curry. Do you really want to give up? You're gonna have to give up Bible. Exactly. Probably so you're Maxie. taking your you, what you're doing there. You're gonna have no bench. What you're doing there? Oh, you're giving up Maxi and Tobias Harris and Thibel. Or not? You probably get to keep Thibel. You're giving up Maxi and Tobias Harris because the contract's gotta work. You're risking what the Lakers risked. Minimum deals. You're risking. You're gotta go get minimum deals and hope these guys fit with you. I don't make that trade at all. Because I think if you make the trade, you gut your bench, you gut your depth. Harden and Embiid are good enough. They're good enough to win a title. I think it's funny because Harden and Embiid have always been known as the guys that don't show up in the playoffs, and now they're on the same team, and it's going to be hilarious when they're in the NBA Finals. Yeah, I don't make that trade at all if I'm the Sixers. I'm, I'm completely fine with my roster. Just oh, keep getting more role players. Yeah, 100%. They're, they're like two role players away from being unreal. Yeah. Like, I, I really wish – the one thing I didn't like about the trade was giving away Seth Curry. Like, that sucked. It did suck. I wish they could have given away, like, Danny Green. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's alive? I, I didn't know he was still on the team. I thought, he, I thought they left him in the bubble. <laughs> should have, and he should have never been allowed to leave Disneyland. Did the Jazz split up Mitchell and Gobert if they can't get out of the first round? 100%. And I think they need to, slip, I think they need to split them up either way. Like, you're obviously going to shop Gobert first. Yeah. Only him. What if Mitchell demands out? You saying no? You're staying, or well, what? Are you we'll do? just say no. Like you're, you're our cornerstone. Yeah, we're, we'll trade we'll because I heard out. they don't like each other. We'll get Gobert out. Who do you want? Yeah. Who? Do, what's a trade package you want to like want to bring us in? Bradley Beal. I love that. Because because Donovan is only six three, he can play the one, and Bradley Beal can be your two. Yeah. Jalen Brown. Gobert doesn't work in today's. He works in today's NBA, but he's not... Not like to win a title. Yeah, you not to win a title. You they're, don't need a guy like him to win an NBA championship. You know where they're at? They're where the Bucks at before last year. Great regular season team. Not going to get you anything. And the Bucks traded for Drew Holiday, and look what happened. NBA title. You trade Gobert for a Jalen Brown or a Bradley Beal. I think Jalen Brown would be a tremendous fit, too, next to Donovan. But, yeah, you trade Gobert. You do not... If you trade Donovan Mitchell, you're in the dark ages for the next 10 years. Because your best player is a dinosaur. A guy you your best player is literally a guy you cannot throw the ball to and say go get me a bucket. How does that work? It doesn't. And they have good they have good bench pieces, but imagine if they had a legit number two alongside Donovan with those role players, it would work out so much better. Yeah, you don't. You can run Doak at the five. You don't need a great center. I mean, I mean Doak's better than Gobert. <laughs> he is. <laughs> Doak's not played bad this year. I mean, who else could you? Who else? I mean, I'm trying to think of guys that you could see playing next to him that could look for a trade. Obviously, the Kings are all in on Fox and Sabonis. They have to be. You gave up Halliburton. I'm sorry, I don't even. I can't even think of another team. That was like, you know, I think Jalen Brown could possibly be out there. You still, you still on the dislike side of Zach Levine? You still not a fan? Yeah, I mean, I just don't think he's like a one or a two on a championship team ever. So you don't think if they paired Levine and Mitchell, it wouldn't it wouldn't work for a championship? No, 
I still would rank them behind the Grizzlies, Suns, probably the Warriors too. I think it's time though. I think that's honestly it's best case scenario the Jazz get bounced in round one because I think it's time to split it up because let's just say they what ha- I mean what happens if they make a run to the if they make a run to the Western Conference Finals or the NBA Finals they're going to keep it. I think it's best case scenario that Dallas bounces them in round one. But how good? What is Dallas going to do? They got to figure out a number two. Discuss that later. Luca can't. Okay. Okay. Good. I like that. All right. So we're going to rank our top five rookies. This question is a little more difficult. This question is kind of easy right now. I'm ranking our top five rookies that we think will have the best NBA career. I think we may have maybe we differ on, you know, who's in our top like who's the who's in order. I go Cade one. Are you going Cade one? Or you go? Are you a Mobley guy? I'm gonna go Mobley. You go Mobley. Yeah. Okay, he's it's one A one B for me, because Mobley is ridiculous. Mobley reminds me a lot of Anthony Davis. I hope he can stay healthy because he's unreal talent. So that's our one. You have Kate at two. Yeah. Who would you have at three? Scotty. I have Scotty as well. I think he's unreal. I mean, that was. I remember when I was, or no, it was we all thought they were gonna go, uh, sucks, mm-hmm. and then they went Barnes, and everyone was like, "What the hell are they doing?" Yeah. That's been a tremendous pick. Four. I actually have Kuminga. I wow, think he's okay. Make a huge jump next year and be unreal. I went with a guy that a lot of people thought that OKC shouldn't have drafted in Josh Giddy. I really like Giddy's game. He's all around good. He's still got room to develop that jump shot, but if he gets that jump shot down, he's in way he's in a way he plays his his, his style is a lot like Lamelo's. Man, he rebounds, passes, gets steals. Melo shoots better than him right now. But I really like Giddy, so I did, I can't believe I did not have I don't have Jalen Green or Jonathan Kaminga on my list. It's five Suggs. I went Wagner. Wow. He was a steal at eight, a steal. And it pains me because I mean I I wasn't a huge Suggs guy like you were a massive Suggs guy coming in. I I I still have. I still watch him play, and I'm like, he's going to figure it out. He's too talented not to figure it out. Here's the thing. I think a lot of these guys are. I think Kaminga's going to be unreal. I think Green's going to be a really good player. I think Green, though, dude, he's so, so skinny for the two guard. People like Colin Coward was talking about John Morant being 175. Well, Jalen Green's 175 at the two guard. Like, he's skinny. That worries me about his size. Um, Man, I really want to – I'm really thinking about Kaminga now. I really think I should add Kaminga in there. He's going to be good, dude. I think a lot of them are going to be good. I think Suggs is. I just don't understand. Magic, why do you have so many young point guards? They have Fultz, Cole, Cole Anthony, and Suggs. And I don't think Suggs is a two. That's the problem. And they've run, they run him at the two, and I don't think he's a two. Because I don't think he shoots good enough. I think he needs to be playing the one. Cole Anthony, I don't know what they're going to do there. But I like their draft. I like Franz and Suggs. I think it's a really good draft. So who is your five? I did a split between the Pacers, young guards, Halliburton and Duarte. Ooh, Duarte. I actually like both of them in in the NBA more than Suggs now. I just, I don't know about Suggs anymore. Duarte's game is an easy transition for yeah. him. Sniper can play defense. He's And he's 24. He's already ready to play. Yeah. Suggs shooting, just, I don't. I don't know if he'll ever develop into into that. All right, so last topic for NBA. Our top five MVP candidates as of today. I will say, I'll say out right now, I do not have LeBron James in there. 
uh, it's the same thing as last year. I didn't have Steph Curry in. You have to for sure be in the playoffs, and the Lakers are for, not for sure in the playoffs. So I do not have LeBron in my top five, even though he's the best player on the planet. So I'm guessing we both have Embiid one. Yep. I mean, it just has to be. He's had an unreal season. He's got to be the one. Like, I think it's his to lose. Like, what could happen? He gets injured the re- and misses the rest of the year, and Jokic goes nuts. I think that's the only thing that can stop him from winning. Yeah. If he's healthy the rest of the year and keeps playing how he's playing, he's going to win it. Yeah. So who's your two? Dude, I actually have a jaw, too. Mm. Okay. I have Jokic at two. I feel Jokic deserves as much credit as Embiid got for holding his Embiid held his team afloat without his second-best player. Jokic has done the same thing except without his second and third best player. I think it's really hard for these guys to win. It's hard to give guys back-to-back MVPs, I think. I think it just is. It's hard for these to the for these voters to do it. They want they want something new. Because if you go back, LeBron should have 10. Yeah, I don't think I don't think Jokic deserves back-to-back MVPs. I think MV I think Embiid has been way more dominant. Yeah. And I think that's what the MVP should be about, just being more, like, who's dominant on a night-to-night basis. I know Jokic has been dominant, but I don't know. It means doing stuff we haven't seen. They just play, it's, to me, when you, well, because when you're watching Jokic, it's not about how he dominates the game. When it's Embiid, it's about how he dominates the game. For Jokic, it's a little bit in a way of what LeBron does sometimes. It's how Jokic controls the game, not dominates it. Because it's tough. Because he's not fuck. You know, he's not fucking athletically and physically gifted like Embiid is. So he has to do it in a different type of way. And so the way he controls the game, dude. When you watch Jokic play, it's like, gee, he just controls everybody out there, and it's incredible. I have Giannis at three. So I had Jokic three. Okay. And then. Giannis four, DeRozan five. I had DeRozan four, John Morant five. I'm sick of seeing Steph Curry on people's list. No, he's play, he's been abysmal. Since he broke that record, he's not been good. He's, and since he broke the record, he's shooting like 31% from three. He's not shooting good at all. He's having one of his worst shooting, one of his worst shooting seasons ever. All right. So now we're going to go contenders and pretenders. I picked, I would say, teams that are slept on in a way. And I want you to say if they're all answer as well if you think these teams are contenders or pretenders in the NBA playoffs. We'll start in the East. The Miami Heat. Contenders. Contenders. I would agree with you. The Chicago Bulls. Pretenders. They're not ready. I don't think they're ready either. I've already seen DeMar as the best player trying to win a series. You know, try to win in the playoffs. And to me, it's insane that he is better than Zach Levine this year. He's been better. Cleveland. Pretenders. They're just too young. No Way experience. Too young. Give them four. Give them three or four years, though. Yeah. I sure. think they're going to be phenomenal. Garland's unreal. You bring back Sexton or you let him walk? And you just roll with Levert? Let him walk. I wouldn't overpay for him. No. He's, just, he's a small shooting guard. I don't know how that's going to work. The Boston Celtics. I know you're – I'm never high on the Celtics. Yeah, I'm going to say pretenders again. Who would you say is closer to contenders, Boston or Chicago? Boston this okay. year. Okay. The Memphis Grizzlies. Contenders. Yeah, I would agree. I think they're the second best team the in the West. The West is, I mean, it's pretty weak. Yeah. So. I have a feeling I know what your answer for the last three Bulls are still doing. Dallas Mavericks. 
I still say contenders, or pretenders, sorry. I lean pretenders, too, because I don't think... I, do I think Luka can get them out of the first round this year, especially if they play the Jazz? Yes. I don't think they can go beat the Suns, though. Utah Jazz. Pretenders. Minnesota Timberwolves. Pretenders, for sure. Really? Yes. Are you sure? The T-Wolves? Yeah. T-Wolves are definitely pretenders. I think they have a good little, good little roster there, though. Good young roster. I think they need to get some more veteran guys in there like Pat Bev and really just, you know, get that bench set up. And I think they could end up being a pretty decent team next year. Like, not being in a play-in. So let's get into overreaction or not. The Miami Heat are the best team in the Eastern Conference. Is that an overreaction or not an overreaction? Mm, that's tough. I'm going to say... Overreaction, because I like the ceiling of other teams better. I would agree with you. I went, if I could use it in word, I would just say it's a slight overreaction because I do think they're contenders and they they're legit. Yeah, I wouldn't be surprised at all. But like the ceiling of even the Nets. Yeah, no, I yeah, I would say the Nets. Obviously, and the Sixers, uh, Sixers, and um, the Bucks. So the Milwaukee Bucks won't even make it to the conference finals. Overreaction. I think they will. Okay. I would say not no reaction. I don't think they will. I think they're worse this year than they were last year. And I, and especially if they're the three, you're seeing Philly in round two. And I would pick Philly. True. And I would if they saw the Nets in round one, I would pick the Nets to beat them. Okay. The Golden State Warriors will never win another NBA title with Steph, Clay, and Dre as their big three. Is that an overreaction or not an overreaction? I think... You're probably going to say the same thing as me, and we're probably going to look dumb in like two years, but not an overreaction. It's 100% not an overreaction. Because you got to think of it. I mean, I think the Suns are way better this year, right? Memphis is young and only getting better. So if they don't win it this year, which let's say it would be tough for them to do, and they don't win it next year... I think they're probably going to blow it up. That's what we talked about last night. I think they have this year and next year to get it done. Like, if they don't win it next year, I think they're probably going to ship Clay or Draymond Clay's somewhere. 32, Draymond's 33, Steph's 34. 36, 35, 34 in two years. And Clay does not look anywhere near the same guy as he was before. Now, again, maybe they could turn this thing into San Antonio. What San Antonio did with their big three and they got aging because they got some young pieces. Wiggins, 27. Kuminga, Moody, can Wiseman figure it out? So maybe they could turn it around at some point in the game. Maybe we look dumb in a few years. I'm going to say it's not an overreaction, though, right now. As them being the big three. Because in three years, maybe Clay's diminished down to a role player. And Kuminga's in the, in that role. And he's like the, the second best player. Yes. So, like, I'm saying as them being the big three. I don't think they'll win another NBA title. But I do. I will say, they still have a chance this year. They do have a chance this year. I wouldn't pick them. But I would say this year they need to get it done. They get, if it. they get hot, they'll be scary this yes. year, for sure. LeBron James will never win another NBA title. Overreaction. Massive. The biggest overreaction on this board. Because they're going to win it this year. That's a nine seed. The Lakers will win the NBA title. Devin Booker is now the best shooting guard in the NBA over James Harden. Is that an overreaction or not? Yeah, James Harden's still better. I would say it's an overreaction. He's right there, though. Book's good. Yeah, Booker is good. good. We say this every year, 
Is this CP3's final chance to win a title? No. Like, it's like the so Aaron- is it an overreaction? Yeah. It's I like would say Aaron- so, too. I changed my mind on it's it. It's like the Aaron Rodgers deal. Like Last year was a great chance. I would say this year is even a better chance. Because the West Next is year will still be a good chance, but it's not going to be as good as this year. And then yeah. It's just going to – I mean, yep. he's like an ageless guy. Like, he's going to be good three years from now. Yeah. But, like, the chances are just going to keep getting lower and lower. Giannis is already a top 20 player of all time if he goes back-to-back. Is that an overreaction or not? Mm. Yeah. You think he is? Overreaction. You think it's an overreaction? I would say I've been back and forth on this one. I'm going to say slight overreaction. He's going to have an argument, though. I think especially two back-to-back titles, two finals MVPs, two regular season MVPs, he's going to have an argument. KD must win a ring outside of Golden State to end up being top 10 all time. For me, it's honestly an overreaction. I think it is too. No, I think it's an overreaction as well. I think he's already better than – I'm not going to say he's better than Bird yet. He's damn close though. I think he's so elite. He's unreal. And I don't like the guy, but he's unreal. I've actually grown to like he's him a little more though. 10. Yeah, I would say so. Where did, I guess where did I rank him? Let's see. I don't know where I ranked him. Here we go. I had him at 13 all time. I had Steph at 10. Really? Over Magic. Damn. Braun, MJ, Kobe, Will, Kareem, Shaq, Bird, Duncan, Dirk, Steph. Magic, Hakeem, KD. It's my top 13. Might get some, might get, might get a little heat for that one, but I'll roll with it. All right, so playoff predictions. As of right now, I have the standings from last night. These are the standings last night. So in the playing game, Toronto Raptors, Charlotte Hornets. For the seven, who gets it done? For you, who gets it done? Charlotte. You say Charlotte. I went yeah. Toronto. Mellow. Mellow's going off. All right, all right. I respect that. Brooklyn, Atlanta, 9-10. Brooklyn. So you would have Toronto versus Brooklyn. I'm guessing you're picking Brooklyn? Yeah. So I would pick Brooklyn over Charlotte. Charlotte does not make the playoffs. I think they're too, They're just. They're so bad defensively. They're, they're, they're worse at defense than the Lakers, and that's hard to do. So round one. You would have the Heat versus the Nets. That is the worst possible matchup for the Heat, too. Nets. In? How do you think that goes? How long are the games? Fuck. I mean, is Kyrie playing? By that time, I think Kyrie's playing, yeah. All seven games? All seven. Six. I said Nets in six as well. Bulls, Celtics. Who and in how many? Celtics in six. I went Bulls in seven. Okay. And now you break up Jalen Brown and Tatum, please. That's another story, but Bucks, <laughs> such a bad matchup for the Cavs. Bucks, Cavs. <laughs> I mean, probably a sweep. I went four one because I'll say the Cavs get a game at home in the land, but probably a sweep. Bucks and sweep. Sadly, all right. So Sixers, you have Sixers, Hornets. Sixers in a sweep. I went Sixers in a sweep over the Raptors. All right, so you would have Celtics Nets in round two. Fuck, dude. Nets. Nets in five. Series. I had I have so I have Bulls Nets. I have Nets in five. Sixers Bucks. 
Wow. <laughs> the East is legit. The East is fucking good. I'm excited for the East playoffs, man. I mean, I guess I have to go back on what I said earlier, yeah. I got the Sixers in, so I guess the Bucks want to make. So I have the Sixers in seven. I think that series will go all the way. I'll go Sixers in seven, yeah. So we both have Sixers. Would Sixers have home court? Yes. They would also have home court in this one. We both have the same conference finals, Sixers-Nets. Harden versus KD and Kyrie Simmons back to Philly. Who do you got in the NBA Finals? I mean, my prediction for the, from the preseason was Nets-Lakers. Hmm. This is so tough. Sixers. I can't trust the Nets. I don't even know why I have them in the conference finals because they're I, not going to make it there. I have the Sixers in seven, being the representative of the Eastern Conference. All right. West playing games. Minnesota, Clippers. Clippers. I'm on Clippers. Lakers, Pelicans. Lakers. Lakers, Wolves. Lakers. Lakers, Suns. Suns in five. Lakers in seven. <laughs> You're not doing this, dude. Lakers in seven. You're you don't right. believe You're right. it. You're right. The worst thing for my confidence was watching LeBron score 56 in a basketball game. I know. I never not thought I'd see it again. I'm doing it. Jazz, Mavs. Mavs and six. Oh, Mavs and seven. Grizzlies, Nuggets. Nuggets will be full. Will for sure have Jamal Murray. Grizzlies and seven. I went Nuggets and six. Warriors, Clippers. Noted. If Kawhi and PG are playing, I'm picking the Clippers to beat the Warriors, but I only expect Paul George to possibly play. Warriors and seven. You have, you're stretching it out. Yeah. They're a bad matchup for the Warriors. Warriors and five for me, though. Because Paul George still may not play either. If Paul George wasn't playing, would you say Warriors in five or four? Yeah. Okay. So you have the Mavs versus the Suns. I have the Mavs versus the Lakers. We got Mavs, Suns. Suns in five. Okay. Lakers in six. Warriors. Warrior, you have Warriors, Grizzlies. I have Warriors, Nuggets. Grizzlies in seven again. I went, I went Nuggets in seven over the Warriors. So I have Nuggets, Lakers in my conference finals. You have Grizzlies, Suns. Suns and six. Okay. I have the Lakers beating the Nuggets in seven to go to the NBA Finals. So, Sixers, Suns for you. Who are you taking? Suns and six. Suns over the Sixers? Yeah. I think it's destiny. Lakers and seven. I'm riding with it. LeBron's that guy. LeBron is that guy. Lakers won the NBA title this year. Can you just speak to your audience real quick? How can you justify picking, like, if you're actually being serious and want listeners yeah. to actually yeah, yeah. like believe in your podcast, like how can you say the Lakers? Okay, are so you've seen how bad they've. I've been seen already. how bad they've been. They've been bad. They've been bad. They I have don't been care bad. How good LeBron is and AD, if he comes back, dude, the role players are so bad. It does matter though how good LeBron and AD are because a healthy AD and LeBron. I earlier did I say Harden? I did say Harden and Embiid were the best duo. If AD's healthy and LeBron James is LeBron James, they are the best duo in basketball. They can go out and give you 70 points combined in basketball games. No questions asked. I fully believe that LeBron is by far the greatest player to ever play this game. And if this was any other great player, I would not be picking the Lakers. But this isn't any other. This isn't just any other great player. This is the greatest basketball player to ever walk planet Earth. If there is a guy that can will a team to do this, which would be the biggest achievement in sports history, in my opinion, you take a nine to the finals and win it. It's LeBron James. You're picking LeBron James to do that. With this team, you're picking LeBron James to do that because 
yes, these guys are these guys are these role players have been pretty bad. LeBron James is the only player that can elevate bad role players. LeBron James has done it his entire career. He's elevated bad role players. Jared Smith and Shumpert were in the were in the dungeon in New York. Wins an NBA title with them. Mike Miller and James Jones were playing in the 2015 run when Kevin Love and Kyrie were hurt. He was playing, elevating them to get to the NBA Finals. So if there is a guy, because talent wise, this isn't his worst team. It's the it's the worst like, it's the worst team like chemistry wise. It's the worst team he's been a part of in my opinion since his early early days in Cleveland. But if there is a guy that's ever played the game of basketball that could will a team to do this is LeBron James. I don't care if he's 37. And you guys talk about Jordan. Jordan won a title at, what, 35, 36, 37? He won a title when he was old. And LeBron elevates guys more than... Jordan would not be able to elevate this team. There's no way. He's not, he's not a playmaker. He doesn't make plays and pass the ball for guys. LeBron draws so much attention. If AD can come back and be a guy, like I know AD can. I know AD has it in him to be a guy. I know, I know he's hearing all the criticism that he's dog shit and he's washed up. Maybe, I think he's going to come out wanting to prove something. I think the Lakers can legitimately, I'm saying this, I know it it sounds funny to say, I think the Lakers can legitimately do this. In my heart, the Lakers can legitimately do this. And I think LeBron James, being LeBron James, will get this done. All right. You said it. You have to stay on the rest of the year. I'm on. I'm not not leaving. You know that they're going to be a playoff team, right? Play-in. Play-in team. They will be a play-in team. The highest they can reach. You've accepted they have to do that. Yeah. The, the Lakers, the highest they can reach right now is the eight because they're three and a half back from the Clippers. That's the highest they can reach, but they're probably going to be the nine. They're going to win two playing games. And I'm riding with them. It's a long road. It's a long road. It's a, it's a shitty road. They've, but they put themselves here. But if there's anybody that can turn this ship around, it is LeBron James. It sucks that, a, that Russell Westbrook doesn't fit. It sucks that AD's hurt. But AD's going to be back a couple weeks before the playoffs. Hopefully he can come back and find a groove and get going again. And I think if he gets going again, and LeBron is LeBron, the Lakers, LeBron is the guy that can do this. He's the guy that can pull a team out of the mud and take them to an NBA title. And like I said, it would be the greatest achievement in sports history. Yeah. All right. All right, so now time to assess college basketball. Um, We're going to go through first. We're going to look at uh, Lenardi's bracket um, and his last four in and out. And then we're going to predict uh, conference tourneys for the six major conferences. Then we're going to go into our seed rankings as of today. Um, okay. And then we'll go into our top six final four contenders. And then we're going to finish it off with our top five uh, boom and bust teams for the tournament. It's a difficult one. Um, so, okay, as of right now, Lenardi, Scott, Xavier, Wyoming, Rutgers, and SMU in his last four in. Don't think Wyoming deserves to be in over Indiana. Not going to lie. I don't know how Michigan's even a last four bye after their win at Ohio State. They should be comfortable. And Memphis, another dangerous team, their last four bye. Creighton, Wake Forest. I thought Wake Forest had player of the year, huh? Wake Forest had player of the year in the ACC. When do you hear of it? Dude, Wake yeah. having it. I have no clue. Bad. Okay, so we'll go through a little bit of uh, we'll go through the ones and we'll give we'll give their potential matchups and we'll see what bracket we think's the hardest. So we'll start with Gonzaga, eight nine matchup TCU San Diego State, pretty generous. Or do you think it's tough? I mean, honestly, from what I've seen from TCU, like I feel like that's a really hard eight nine matchup. 
But I think Gonzaga matches up well with them is the thing. So they have UConn and Arkansas as their 4-5. Either of those teams could – I think I think both of those teams could honestly pose some problems for Gonzaga. UConn's on my boom team. I've watched them like four times this year. They're pretty I good. Like I like them a lot too. They're good. They have good good guards. They have really long bigs. I think they, I think they them. Are, I think they could give Arkansas Gonzaga is trouble. probably playing like a top ten te- top ten team right now. Yeah, They're playing good small ball. That's the only thing. Like small ball, if they get good matchups, they can make a final four as a four seed, no doubt. They have Wisconsin and Tech as their two three. Don't understand how Tech's still a three. Two. Wisconsin 2, Tech 3, that's probably as generous as a 2-3 as you're going to get. Yeah, the, I think the most interesting matchup on that side is the 6-11 matchup, LSU and Michigan in round one. I'd have Michigan winning that. I do too. I honestly <laughs> would be tough for me maybe not to pick Michigan in the Elite Eight. I know. I mean, Michigan's so talented. They've underperformed so bad this year, but they're starting to figure it out. That win at Ohio State was impressive. That gets them, That gave them a lock in the NCAA tournament, in my opinion. Okay, so Baylor on the San Antonio region, they get Michigan State and San Fran. You scared for Baylor at all in that matchup? Any no. either of those? No. They got to play Norfolk State in 16 seed in round one, too. So tough. They get Alabama and UCLA. Dude, I honestly, I'm not going to lie. I looked at this. I would have both 13 and 12 winning those matchups. Really? I would honestly, actually, I would trust Iona to beat UCLA more than San Diego State to beat Alabama. But, dude, Iona is very good. I've watched a lot of Iona this year because I like Rick Pitino. And he's a legendary coach. Dude, those are bad matchups for Alabama and UCLA. I think Alabama should – because San Diego State, the only problem with them, they do not have athletes at all. And Alabama is very athletic. Dude, I think I would pick Iona. Damn, Baylor's bracket is dog shit. Tennessee is the best team in this bracket, and they wouldn't see them till the Elite Eight. Would you say UCLA Alabama bad matchups for Baylor? Or do you think Baylor beats them? UCLA because they have the veteran. You know they kind of you know they have guys that have been there. They were obviously made the Final Four run last year. But UCLA really just isn't. They're not impressive to me when I watch them play. I like UCLA more than Alabama. I would agree. I think UCLA can beat Baylor. So they get. Tennessee is their three, and Duke is their two. I honestly like Tennessee to get to reach the Elite Eight. I like Duke more than you do. Yeah, you, you do, and I, I, I'm not a huge – I'm not a believer in Duke. Um, I think their bench is just so bad. It's really bad. Like, they have six good players, but I have a feeling, though, that they're – the only thing that stops me from picking them is they know how disappointed Coach K was in losing that last game. They're going to fight – with everything to get him to a Final Four. They're going to fight so hard. But Tennessee's good. Tennessee's yeah. really good. Uh, Tennessee should smoke out. I watch Iowa, too, and I'm not impressed. No, I don't think Keegan Murray's that good. I don't think Iowa beats Davidson, to be quite honest. I think Davidson beats them. I would have the winner, I would have Duke-Tennessee in my Sweet 16. Whoever wins that would go to my Final Four. I think. I mean, would you pick Baylor or UCLA to beat Tennessee or Duke? I'm higher on Baylor than you are too. Yeah, I have a reason for being lower on Baylor always, but I I just think people over have overrated them this year. I mean, what are they like? I think people still look like people still expect them to still end up being the team they were last year. Their guards just aren't that. They're not. They're not. They're not Butler and Mitchell. They're just not. 
I don't think Flag Flagler and Akinja are that good. I really don't. I just don't trust. I would honestly pick Michigan State to be Baylor in round two. Okay. Wow. Let's move to the Midwest region. Arizona, who gets Auburn as their two, and Purdue as their three. This is a sick bracket. Loyola Chicago beats St. Mary's in round one. Marquette, Miami's a sweet 7-10. Carolina, Iowa State. This bracket is good. If Rutgers is the play-in, Rutgers will beat Texas. And Chattanooga might be Providence. Wow, this bracket's nice. This is the hardest bracket so far. But it's easier than the East, which is next. So, okay, I did we agree? Would you have Gonzaga get into the Final Four in theirs? Yeah, I'd have Gonzaga. And then who would you have in the... San Antonio. I would go Tennessee. I'm going to go Baylor. I think they get there. In this bracket. I don't I don't think I'm going to pick Baylor when I actually do brackets, but I don't like this bracket. So. Okay. Dude, Arizona, man. That's a tough eight if they see Carolina. I got uh, Arizona to the final, or Elite Eight, or sorry, Sweet 16. Rutgers beats Texas. I'm taking Rutgers Chattanooga. beats Providence. Arizona goes the Elite Eight. Loyola versus Purdue. Purdue. Um, I got Auburn versus Purdue. Yeah. And then I'm going to have Purdue upset Arizona. Going to the Final Four. This is going to be, this side of the bracket is going to be the one that's going to be out there for me. I'd have North Carolina in the Elite Eight. <laughs> I'd have North Carolina beating Arizona. I'd have Rutgers beating Texas, Chattanooga beating Providence, Rutgers beating Chattanooga, UNC beating Ch- Rutgers to go to the Elite Eight, Auburn easily to the Final Four. So I'd have two SEC teams at this moment. Chatt- or I'd have. You're going to have three. Maybe. Not changing my mind. Here we go with Philadelphia region. KU's the one. They get Delaware, who I watched play today, actually. They'll, they'll mow them down. So they're going to play Murray State in round two. I truly would pick Murray State, like, with all my heart. <laughs> I truly believe Murray State would win that game. Dude, my head, my head, my brain says Murray State's going to upset KU. My heart will not let me pick Murray State beat them. They won't. I, would, can, I can respect this KU team losing the Sweet 16, which I would have them losing the Sweet 16 to Illinois. Uh... Yeah, I'd have Illinois going to the Elite Eight. I'd have Memphis beating Ohio State. I would, too. I'd have Villanova versus Kentucky in the Sweet 16. Kentucky goes to the Final Four. Fuck, yeah, I would have... Kentucky over Villanova, yeah. Ooh, but Illinois matches up well with Kentucky with having Coburn. It's true. I think there's levels to Sheboy and Coburn, though. I think Cokeburn. He can't run with Sheboy. That's true. He can't run with him. I think he's more polished offensively, though. I think Sheboy's all Shibuya rebounds. Would, I all think Sheboy would run him down, though. Yeah. Well, I'm gonna have three uh, right now, and, and and like I said, when the bracket comes out, this could all change. Yeah, these won't be the same brackets at all. No, I mean, but so as of right now, yeah, I'd have three SEC teams. I'd have Kentucky playing Zaga, and Kentucky beating Gonzaga. Yeah, and I'd have Tennessee beating Auburn. I'd have, no, I'd have Auburn beating Tennessee. I'd have Auburn, Kentucky in my national title. Like, I'd have Kentucky versus Purdue, but, like, no. There's no way. I, I be- don't really like Purdue. 
I would be very disappointed would, if you had Baylor in your Final Four. It, it would be uh, I, if Kate, it would have to be a fucked bracket for me to have Purdue in the Final Four. Now here's the thing. I wish these I wish these brackets would actually end up being the same, and then KU and Baylor could flip because I would have KU in the Final Four. In that region, I'd have KU in the Final Four. I just don't want to play Kentucky. Which, here's the good thing. If we win the Big 12 and Kentucky wins the SEC, I think Kentucky gets a one and Baylor drops to the two line, so we wouldn't have to see them. We'd get Auburn, probably, and I'm fine with that. Even though I did predict Auburn just now to go to the national title, I also think Auburn, I'm not high on Purdue or Arizona. So I think Auburn has a pretty, not easy, but I think I could see Purdue. I could see you know Purdue. how we were talking about, like, worst-case scenario, like, we lose to Baylor, but that's fine because we wanted to seed to be away from Kentucky. But watch us lose to Baylor and Kentucky wins. And then we get Kentucky World 2 in Kentucky's yeah. bracket. <laughs> yeah, that would happen. Like, dude, I honestly could see – I could easily see Purdue losing to a loyal Chicago in round two. Yeah, They're just that type of team. I don't know why I did that. They're, but here's the thing, though. They do also have a guy that can carry them, and he's a special talent. I hope we get to see – Auburn Purdue that would be awesome I think that'd be a great Sweet 16 matchup matchup. love that game yeah there's no way I'm picking Baylor to go to the final four I mean I picked him to lose last year in the second round I'll pick him to lose in the first round this year I can't pick him I just can't I don't I hate Scott Drew so much and I think and I personally last year was more I picked him because I don't like Scott Drew this year I don't think they're as good as people say they are like people are like dude Baylor's unreal like really lost to Oklahoma State at home unreal Who's KU's lost in the Big 12? All on the road. Mm-hmm. Texas? Tech, Baylor, TCU. Probably TCU. So we lost to the four of the five best teams on the road in the Big 12. Okay. Baylor has a loss at home to Oklahoma State. I don't want to hear it. Oklahoma State couldn't even qualify for the damn tournament. And even if they could, they're 13-17. and 17. It's a bad loss. They're not as good as people say. All right, let's get into these uh, conference championship. All right, let's go one one for one. Let's do an easy one, Big Big Ten. Or, sorry, Big 12. Okay. K-State, West Virginia. Give me K-State. K-State. So, K-State, Kansas. KU. Texas, TCU. TCU. I got TCU as well. Who do you got winning that game? Kansas, TCU. KU. Close. Oh, KU Close. Well by Ver- five. One. <laughs> <laughs> Baylor, OU. Baylor, oh you so bad. I can't pick oh you. I can't do it. Tech, Iowa State. Tech, Tech over Baylor. Who's better, Iowa State or Oklahoma? Iowa State because they at least have a guy that, like, yeah. What's his name? Who's the big guy for you? Groves. Groves. He's good, but Brockington's very very good. So I'd say Iowa State, but I'm going Tech. Tech over Baylor. Tech beats KU in the Big Twelve title. I'm still sticking with it. I said it last night. I got Baylor over Tech. I think Tech's just run down right now. Now I hope KU wins. I'm, this is not and me. I think KU's run down right now, so I'm going to pick Baylor. Jesus I'm Christ. fucking riding with Baylor. It's unbelievable. All right, Big East. Okay. Okay, so Xavier Butler. I mean, flip a fucking coin. I'll go Xavier. I'll go Xavier. In the field. Yeah, I'll go Xavier. St. John's DePaul. St. Give John's. Me, give me St. John's. Seton Hall, Georgetown. Upset. <laughs> give me Georgetown to beat Seton Hall. Seton Hall. Okay. Providence, Xavier. Providence. Creighton, Marquette. Marquette. I'd go with Marquette as well. Uh, Villanova, St. John's. Nova. You have UConn, Seton Hall. I have UConn, Georgetown. Give me UConn. UConn. So we both have UConn, Nova. 
Nova. UConn. Providence, Marquette. 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 Marquette, UConn for me. I'll take UConn. You taking Nova? Yep. All right. I, I, I like UConn. I, do I See, here's the thing about them, though. I didn't have them on my boom, and I didn't have them on my bust. I don't know because I don't know enough about them. So I don't think they're – but, dude, they could be. Actually, no, I'm not going to change – actually, I do want to change after – I didn't change this after watching LSU's performance. I don't know why I have LSU on boom. I'll change it now. Fuck it. I can do whatever I want on my podcast. There we go. Okay. So what do you want to do next? SEC. So Florida A&M. A&M. They've won five or six. They're LSU. Missouri. LSU. Mississippi State, South Carolina. Give me South Carolina. I'll give me Mississippi State, Georgia actually. Georgia versus – or Vanderbilt versus Bama. Vi- oh, who did Vanderbilt, Vanderbilt – because Vanderbilt plays Georgia in round one, right? <laughs> give, me, uh, give me Alabama. Close one, though. All right. Bama, Kentucky. Kentucky. Yeah. Tennessee, South Carolina. Tennessee. Same. Auburn over A&M. Okay. Arkansas versus LSU. Arkansas close. I, I got tar- Auburn. I'm going shock, but wait, wait, wait. So who? What was that? What was that one? Was that LSU, Arkansas, or oh, yeah, Auburn? Sorry, Arkansas close over LSU. Yeah. yeah, yeah, and then Arkansas plays Auburn. Arkansas. Tennessee, Kentucky. Kentucky. Kentucky, Arkansas. Kentucky wins the. Top so I got Kentucky too. Pac twelve. I mean, the Pac-12 is deep. <laughs> Arizona State, Stanford. State. Forks up, baby. Oregon, Oregon State. Wow, a little rivalry action round one. Oregon has to win out. Oregon. Oregon, okay, I'm going Oregon as well. Washington State, Cal. Flip a fucking coin. Washington State. Washington, Utah. Utah's bad. Washington. So we're all going shock. Uh, USC, Washington. USC. USC. UCLA, Washington State. UCLA. UCLA. Colorado, Oregon. Oregon. Oregon as well. Zona, Zona State. Zona. Zona State. So you have Arizona, Oregon. Zona. You have UCLA, USC. UCLA. UCLA, Arizona. Where's this being played at? You know? Vegas. I've been going chalk. I'll just go Zona. All Fuck right, it. so Arizona State versus Oregon. Give me Arizona State. UCLA, USC. Give me UCLA. Give me Arizona State to win the Pac-12 tournament and get a bid into the tournament. Take somebody's spot. So they'd be a 12? Yeah. Forks up. They've won 9 of 10. Huh. 9 of 10. All right, All right, so you got what's left for you? ACC? Yeah. And I got Big Ten, the big one. Florida State, Syracuse. Hughes. Here we come. Syracuse. This is their chance. You know they do this. They do this shit. I don't know if they'll do it this year. The team's not as good, but. Pitt versus Wake Forest. Oh, I guess. Okay, yeah, because Pitt already played. Or no. Pitt lost to Boston College today. Oh, they did? Yeah, Boston College beat them. Boston College versus Wake. And what was the other? uh, So, Wake. And what was the other game on the first end? Clemson versus NC State. Clemson won. Clemson versus Tech. Virginia Tech. Clemson can shoot the shit out of the ball, and I don't like Tech. Give me Clemson an upset. 
Louisville. Who won Louisville, Georgia Tech? Louisville. Louisville, Virginia. Virginia. 51 to 33. Tech versus Clemson. You said Clemson? Yeah. Pitt, Wake Forest. Wake. All right. North Carolina, Virginia. That's a tough one. Virginia has North Carolina's number a lot. I'm going to go Carolina. I think they found North something. North Carolina. They found something. Virginia needs to make to the Clemson, ACC tournament. Notre Dame. I'm going to go Notre Dame on this one. I'm going to go Clemson. Dude, I mean, I want to pick Clemson too, but I'm going to ride. I'm going to go Notre Dame. I, I like that pick though. Miami Wake. Wake. It scares me to do that, but I'm going to go Wake. I'm going to go Miami. Yeah, I think that's a, uh, that's a good one. That's a good one. Hey, here you go. Duke for Syracuse. <laughs> Set the table. Give me the Orangemen in an upset. Jimmy Beheim owns the ACC tournament. Syracuse or five, or Wake? Wake. Wow. Change it back. I can't do it. Duke, I can't do it. They're not as good as they used to be. And there's no way after they just lost to North Carolina, they're losing their next game. No. Duke. Now, Wake is a tough matchup for Duke. I'm going to go Duke in a close one. Very close. Like down to the wire. North Carolina versus Notre Dame. North Carolina easily. So we both have Duke versus North Carolina in the championship. There's I'm no going way. Duke. There's no way. There's no way they lose Davis again. Davis twice. There's no way. Hubert Davis would be the biggest villain in the world if he can pull it off. Give me Duke. Close. Now they've had two blowouts. They beat him by 20. They beat him by 15. This one will be close, but Duke close. Big 10. Dude, even the Big 10 playing games are not bad. When do those start? Tomorrow. Nebraska. Northwestern. Nebraska. Give me Nebraska, too, after beating, after beating Wisconsin. I'll take them. Uh, Minnesota, Penn State. I mean, Jesus Christ. Give me, Penn, give me Penn State, I guess. So you have Ohio State, Minnesota. Ohio State. I'll take Ohio State over Penn State. Michigan State, Maryland. Michigan State. Go Michigan State. Iowa, Nebraska. Iowa. Nebraska. Michigan, Indiana. Michigan. Michigan. Michigan, Illinois. Fuck. This is tough. Yeah. I think actually, I think who I pick here is probably who I'm going to have win it. Yeah. I'm going to go Michigan. They're coming in. They're coming in on fire. Juwan Howard's back. I'm going to go Michigan over Illinois. Fuck it. I'll do it, too. Let's go. There's no way. I'll try. Okay, so you got... I have Nebraska Rutgers. You have Iowa Rutgers. Uh, Rutgers. I'd have Rutgers ending Nebraska's dream run there. Michigan State, Wisconsin. Wisconsin. Ohio State, Purdue. Purdue. Purdue, Wisconsin. Purdue. Purdue as well. Michigan, Rutgers. Michigan. Michigan, Purdue. Purdue. I'll go Michigan. I'll go Michigan to win it. I can, I can, I can handle Michigan winning it. I have Arizona State stealing a spot in the NCAA tournament, though. That's bold. So now what? Seedings? Now we're going to get into our seedings. So, okay, are you wanting to do this as if we're going off that? Yes. Okay, okay, that changes things. I just wanted to know. Okay. Wow, 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 wow. Fuck. How we would seed things. Okay. Gonzaga would be my overall one. Zaga? So my ones would be Zaga, 
Zona, Baylor, Kentucky. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. If I'm going off that, that's a little different. This changes some things. So I'd have, even though I had Arizona losing to Arizona State, I would still put them as a one. Their body of work will keep them as a one. I'd have Gonzaga, Kentucky, Arizona. Can I, I'm changing my pick because I'm not rooting against KU. So I'm picking KU. I don't give a fuck. I'm picking KU. KU's my last one. So KU be my last one. So that means Duke, Auburn. Give me Baylor. And give me... Baylor. So my twos would be like going five through eight. So who are your ones? I'll just go one through eight right now in order. Zaga, Zona, Baylor, Kentucky. So two seeds. Kansas, Auburn, Duke, Purdue, since they since I have them winning. That bumps them up to a two seed. Where did that Purdue lose in? Okay. To Michigan. So I can still have Purdue as on the two line, even though I have them losing. Because I have Villanova losing. Okay, so. So mine will be. Yeah, mine basically be the same as you except I have Kansas. Actually, scratch that. Nova is going to be my last two seed. Over Purdue? Yeah. So I have Kansas on the one line, Baylor on the two. We flip flop there. So then I go Nova as my number one three, Tennessee. So yeah, I go Purdue, Tennessee, Wisconsin, Illinois. So I go Villanova, Tennessee, Wisconsin, Tech. Because I do have Tech losing the Big 12 title, so I'll bump them up to a three. They win two games in the Big 12 tournament. I thought you had KU winning. I have KU winning it, but I have Tech going in there, so I'm not going to put them on the four line. I'm going to put them up to okay. a three. So, yeah, my first four would be Tech. Okay, so we flip-flop Illinois and Tech. I have Illinois as my first four. Arkansas. Same. UCLA. Same. Providence. Same. I mean, the only team that I could think could take it if Providence got bounced would be Houston, but I don't think they're going to put the AAC champ at no. four. So, if this were to go that way, KU would probably get Auburn as their – as there too. Gonzaga would get ooh, who would Gonzaga get Baylor? Duke or Purdue? Number one overall gets the last two. So, so Purdue. Purdue. But okay. I mean so I actually oh, so I have KU actually no, I have KU getting Duke. Because I have KU as my last one. So I have KU getting Duke, Arizona getting Baylor, Kentucky getting getting Auburn. That doesn't match though. There's no way they do that. Yeah. Where I mean, did I have Auburn losing? Actually, you know what? I'll change it. I'll have Baylor over Auburn. I have no problem doing that. So Baylor would be in Arizona's. Kentucky, no. Kentucky would get... Oh, no, Kentucky would get Baylor. I was right the first time. I had it mixed up. So Kentucky would get Baylor. Purdue, Gonzaga. So Gonzaga gets Purdue. 
KU gets Duke, Kentucky gets Baylor, Arizona gets Auburn. And then that means so Gonzaga would get Gonzaga would get Purdue, Tech, and Providence in mine. That is a great matchup for Gonzaga. I mean, Jesus Christ. Kentucky would get Baylor, Wisconsin, UCLA. That's all right. Arizona would get Auburn, Tennessee, Arkansas. That is a toughen. Tough bracket. KU would get Duke, Nova, Illinois. Tough bracket. Very tough. <laughs> KU is going to get a tough bracket. Yeah, they are. No matter what. Because they're going to be the worst one seed or the best two seed. And that's usually always the toughest bracket. So. Wow. Wow. Do you want to go through your top six final four contenders? Yeah. After, hold on. I have to, re- I have to look at it real quick. Okay. I think I got mine. So, my top team going into the tournament is Kentucky with Gonzaga close by. Um, I got to put Arizona in there. Okay. I think I got to put Baylor in there, too. I really do. Yeah, you like, you like Scott Drew. And I'm going to go boom as well with Duke. I'm going to put them as one of my boom teams. Okay. Just because they're so talented. They're in your final four contenders? Yeah. They're number four? Five. Oh, yeah, Baylor, Duke, and then who's your last one? Duke is Coach K thing. Like, they're going to play hard for Coach K. And I just think Paul is the best player in in the uh, tournament. Really? Yeah. Jabari Smith begs to differ. Yeah, I think Auburn would be my last team then. With Villanova close by. So I'm pretty out there on my contenders. Kentucky Gonzaga, 1-2. I think that's probably the consensus, or should be in my opinion. I have Villanova as my third Final Four contender. I The reason I obviously don't have them going far is because when we reacted to Lenardi's bracket, they would play Kentucky in the Sweet 16. I would pick Kentucky over them. I then have Tennessee as my fourth wow. Final Four contender. Then I go Illinois. Illinois is my fifth Final Four contender. And then to round it off, I still go Auburn. I worry about the inexperience, but I think Jabari Smith, personally to me, is the best player in the tournament. But I worry about their inexperience, and that's why I have them down the list. Um, We've been riding Kentucky all year. Yeah. They're I mean, so good. They're just, there's no holes. I think I'm picking them to win the tournament like no matter what. I think so, is. too. I think they'll be, they're for sure going to be my Final Four. But I just don't see a team that... Yeah, I mean, I just think they're the best team. Dude, if they see Gonzaga, Gonzaga don't want to see them. That's a bad matchup for Gonzaga. Awful. Shibway can play with both those bigs. And they're physical. They're athletic. And I think Kentucky's guards and wings are way better. I agree. But I still think Timmy and Chet, the reason that duo is the reason I still would have them second. Yeah, I mean, they're still really fucking good. And Villanova's personally on Jay Wright loves March. He's a big March guy. Jared's is the best coach. And then Tennessee is purely based off, they remind me a lot of Arkansas's team last year that made it to the Elite Eight. Ultra, ultra talented. Illinois, I just like, I like, I don't see, like, like I said, I think you're right. If Kentucky and Illinois played, I'd favor Kentucky, but I don't see, unless you have a fast big guy, I guess I would favor Gonzaga too. It's going to be tough to stop Cokeburn. Really tough to stop him. 
And like I said, Auburn, I think they have the best player in the country. Tournament's so crazy, though. though. Oh, yeah. I mean, who knows? All Loyola four. Chicago. Exactly. Like, exactly. Like, UCLA. UCLA. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. He was terrible last year. I mean, Jasumi was terrible. They had also, and they had, you know, they, they had a lot better team. In my opinion, they had a lot better team last year because they had uh, Iowa Jasumi as well. Um, and then Auburn, like I said, I just think Jabari's that guy. He could easily carry you through some games. They're going to have to have the other guys start picking it up, though, because they, early on in the year, these guards were hitting a lot of shots, and they were playing well. Late this season, they haven't played particularly well. Walker Kessler's disappeared late in games. like. But I still like Jabari Smith enough, and I think Bruce Pearl, no matter what anyone say about him, I think Bruce Pearl is a really good head coach. Top six teams out of your top two seeds? What? I could make a run. Top six teams outside of my like top two seeds? Yeah, okay, so. I could make a run. A deep run. Villanova, Tennessee, easily my one two, and Illinois is my Villanova, three. Villanova, I thought they were your two seed now, or they your three? No, I have them as my three because yeah. I had them getting bounced in semifinals of the Big East tournament. So I put Purdue since I have them making the ter- uh, the Big Ten final. I put Purdue as my last two. I would go Nova, Tennessee, easily my one two. I'm not gonna lie, I'm not a huge fan of Tech or Wisconsin right now. Oh, yeah. I like Tech's depth, but. I just don't know. They have so many games where they just score like 50, and that's – you can't do it. Illinois would be my third. Um, Arkansas would be my fourth. Yeah, so I'll, I'll disagree with you. I got Arkansas and Illinois in there. UConn is one of my boom teams that I can see making a Sweet 16 run. Outside would, my top two seeds. Yeah, I would put UConn in my, in my uh, top six as well. I'm looking at Lenardi's bracket because I wouldn't put any of the rest of my three or fours in there. Arkansas, Illinois, UConn. I wouldn't put UCLA or Providence in there. Honestly, I mean, Michigan. They have to be up there. I would put Michigan. I would go. So that would be my last two, UConn, Michigan. Murray State, just because they're going to be an 8-9, and like for them to make a run, they're going to have to fucking make some noise and beat a one seed, so they can be up there. Another, I mean, don't honestly. Sleep, don't sleep on Memphis. Tennessee, they're really good. They're outside my top two seats. I also, I think UCLA, I think they're more on my verge of boom teams than a bus team. Just because, one, their experience. Two, if their shots are falling, they might be the second best offensive team behind Gonzaga in the league. They're not They're not on my boom or bus list. So, I would agree they with might you. be a little bit underseated just because they're COVID and injury concerns. And if they can get healthy and get their mojo and tempo and feel back, then I think they can make a, a similar run to last year. Johnny Juzane's a bucket. He's a bucket. He's good. He's very I really good. like uh, Jaime Jaquez, too. Yeah, Jaquez, yep. He's a natural, I like him matchup too. nightmare. Oh, yeah. Play the four, play the five. They can put him at the five. So, if they get a good matchup, a, a smaller team who likes to run and score a lot of points like they did last year, I think they'll I think they'll make a run. Yeah. I wouldn't. I don't have them on my boom because, like you said, I'm worried about the injury and the you know they've had team issues all year. But I would agree with you. They're closer to my boom list than my bust list because they are experienced. They this the entire team returned. You know the entire main eight guys that played last year in that final four run. They returned to UCLA, so they know what it can take to get there to get to a final four. So kick off your uh, kick off your uh, boom list. That was my boom list. Oh, that was basically pretty much yeah. For my booms, I just like to think of teams outside of the like the usual contenders. So, yeah, like yeah. I said, Illinois, they were they were a three seed for me. 
Um, UCLA was a four seed. Murray State was an eight. UConn's like a five seed. Arkansas is a four seed. So those are those are my boom teams that I think have the potential and the style of play to really make a run. Yeah, uh, I definitely still have. Uh... I put Tennessee, Illinois, UConn for sure. Tennessee on my list. for sure. Duke, I think they're more boom. I also have Villanova. Tough. I also have Villanova because yeah, I don't think they're gifted athletically like a lot of the other teams are. But when it comes down to coaching, no one's going to outcoach Jay Wright in a game. So I think they can always be around. You know, like I think Villanova is always going to be in a game. I don't think they're going to get blown out and you know get murdered in a game. Uh, yeah, I like Murray State and Michigan as well. I think Michigan is probably one of the most dangerous 11 seeds I can think of. Right? I mean, think of it. I can't think – I can't recall a more dangerous 11 seed because, like, this team was preseason top five. Yeah. Like, talent-wise, they're unreal. They just haven't put it together fully. And they started to really Memphis put it together a, late. Memphis, Memphis again. I mean, dude, they have – there you have two – This Jalen Duran's going to be top seven pick this year and Damani Bates going to be top five next year. So, like, yeah, I mean, Memphis is dangerous, too. Um, if I had to go, let's throw a little something. What do you think? If you're, are you, do you have Lenardi's bracket up? Mm-hmm. If you're looking around, I don't know how much you know. Outside, let's go eight seed and up. Four teams that you could see making a Cinderella run. I would start with Murray State and Michigan. Murray State and Michigan. We can't say Memphis. Let's say that. Murray State Michigan. I'm going Chattanooga. They Chattanooga has a couple guys that can go get you a bucket. Silvio de Souza dominates the paint. I'm going to go Chattanooga as a team that I think it. And by Cinderella, I'm going to say a team that could reach the Sweet 16, Elite Eight. So I go Chattanooga. Michigan, Murray State, Miami. Iona, Rupertino. Iona, Iona. Or I was gonna, I was gonna say Iona awake. Loyola, that's an easy answer. Yeah, that's why I didn't pick them. I mean, they've done that. You know, they're they're tough out. Yeah, I would go with. And I guess if I don't want to throw in a power five or a power five team like Michigan, I would go Murray, Chattanooga, Iona. And then if I didn't want to choose Loyola to be. You know, a little different. I would honestly go. I've watched them play a couple times. They can shoot shit out of the ball. Toledo. I mean, I know they got Illinois in their first round, but Toledo's a team that can really shoot the ball. So I'd say if I was going non-power five, oh no, not Toledo. Davidson, especially Davidson playing Iowa. I think that's a. I think it's a bad matchup for Iowa. If that was the matchup. So you do favor Kentucky. Cut down the net. Cut down the nets. Yeah, I think I'm gonna, I'm gonna pick them to win it all, no matter what. Honestly, they're just a matchup nightmare for anybody. Like, there's no team that's gonna be a matchup nightmare for them. You know, I mean, they have the best player in the country. Yeah, he's gonna win national player of the year. I mean, there's literally no way he could lose it. They have good guards. They can shoot the ball. They have, they don't have a great bench, but they have two very, Davion Mintz. And uh, who's their other guy off the bench? Oh, Jacob Toppin. Yeah, yeah Toppin. Those are Toppin. two solid bench players. I think seven is all you need in the tournament. Yeah, I agree. 
So we have have you went over your bus teams? No, I'll just give you a few. I think you kind of mentioned it. Wisconsin and Texas Tech. I don't like the way they're playing right now at all, and I don't really like Wisconsin. Like their pace of play doesn't really line up for tournament play. You know, this isn't a Wisconsin team that has Frank Kaminsky, Sam Decker. I mean, yeah. yes, they have Johnny Davis, but if he isn't Out, rolling... Exactly. Outside of him, I don't think anybody tough. else can get it done. Um, yeah, they were... Kansas. Born. I mean, yeah. they're a bus team for me. I Let's be real. I, I think been. out of all of the one and two seeds that could fall early, I think Kansas has to be up there for the top. To me, it's actually both Big 12 teams. My top two is Baylor and Kansas. And then I agree with uh, Tech, Wisconsin. Then I also have Providence. Providence. Houston. Easily. USC. I'm going to throw Texas in there. I think Texas, Texas I would agree with Texas. I think Texas, well. if I see a nice 5-12 matchup with Texas, I'm probably going to pick the 12 seed. And, I, I don't think Texas is good at all. And, yeah, dude, I mean, if they play – if this – obviously, off this bracket, it's probably not going to be right, but Rutgers, Ron Harper Jr. Rutgers. goes for – I would pick Rutgers too. Ron Harper Jr. could easily drop 30. Yeah, I mean, I'm not a huge fan of Houston, though, at all. I'm not either. That's another – Ohio State – that's going to be a 5, yeah, Ohio State. Houston's going to be a 5-12. Texas will be a 5-12. Honestly, picks. I'm not going to lie, Purdue is on my borderline of being a bust. Purdue is too. Yeah, I don't know why I picked them. Oh, fuck it, Iowa. Dude, why do we oh, – they say the Big Ten's that good. We don't like the Big Ten. I just put Iowa down on the bus list too. Yeah. Dude, I, oh, yeah, I mean, I like – dude, it sucks that UConn – hopefully UConn and Arkansas are in the same bracket because I could see either of them making an Elite Eight run. LSU to me, they do have Tyre Eason, but I think they could be a bust. They're borderline for me, yeah. I think they're a solid. Like, dude, I don't think. I think if it was LSU Michigan, and the winner of that played Tech, I'd put I'd pick either one of those teams to beat Tech. Yeah, I need to see something from Tech in Kansas City this week. I don't Wake, know. I like Wake. I really like Wake. Got Wisconsin Wake round two. I mean, dude, is Kansas Murray State? That is just nightmare. I don't want to see that. If I see that come selection Sunday, I'm gonna cry. <laughs> it's gonna be disaster. It is gonna be utter disaster. <laughs> I can't even imagine if we, I can't even. If this was our bracket, I'd be so pissed. Same. You're telling me to get to the final four, we'd have to beat Murray State, Illinois, Kentucky. Well, that's not happening. That's just not gonna happen. Like I can't. I'm a diehard KU fan. I can't even. I can't even think. Like I can't even dream that would happen. No. Those are all – Illinois and Kentucky are terrible matchups for us. Terrible. Like, top five How worst. the hell would we guard Cokeburn? We couldn't guard Sheboy. And Sheboy's a way worse matchup, but Cokeburn, he would just dominate down low. He's too big. Murray State, dude, I hope that is not our nine. Fuck. God, can we just get the two but not get Kentucky's one? I don't want to see Kentucky in our bracket, dude. They love it, though. They want KU Kentucky in the brackets. They're hoping we play each other in the Elite Eight. It's like how they used to do it in North Carolina. I swear to God, North Carolina used to be in our bracket all the time. And now Kentucky, they're in our bracket a lot. And we already played them once this year, and that did not go well. I don't want to see them again. No. Not at all. Like, dude, please. I mean, how is Wyoming a tournament team? Can't, I hate, I know they don't go off eye test, but dude, watch Wyoming and Indiana. Who is better? Indiana is better. Do you want to wait and save it? Anything else got on college basketball? 
Sheboy's easy player of the year. Yeah, easily. Do you think Oach deserved Big 12 player of the year? Yeah. I, mean, I don't even who know who, else, could, I mean, yeah. Who, yeah, who else could you know. Brockington, I Who's guess. Who's your first team All-Americans? Do they go off positions or they choose the best five? I think they do kind of go positions. Oh, that's so stupid. Um, hold on. I think it, it's probably going to be Colin Gillespie, Shibwe, Johnny Davis. I bet Cookburn gets in there too, actually. And then another, who's another guard that's had a good year? Oh fuck! They're gonna have to put they're gonna have to put a Gonzaga player in there. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're leaving Oach out. Yeah, I think I'm just doing this based off what I think is gonna happen. They really go by position. Okay, if they go by position, give me. So they'll probably put two bigs, a point. They're gonna put two and Timmy. I'm guessing. Stop, Timmy over Cokeburn. That would be criminal to Cokeburn. So criminal. They would do it though because they hate him. Give me mine. I mean, I guess Gillespie. Gillespie, Oach, Johnny Davis, Seaway, Cokeburn be mine. I would not have Drew Timmy or EJ Liddell. I saw EJ Liddell was pretty high on the list. No. Yeah, give me Johnny. Is there any other? Ooh, no! Don't give me Gillespie. No Gillespie. Jaden Ivy. It's gonna be tough. I think Gillespie's gonna get it. Criminal if they put Timmy over. I'm gonna gonna guess. I will riot. I will guess it's gonna be Gillespie, Johnny Davis. Shit, Ochai might get it. Ochai deserves it, dude. He's carried us. Timmy, Timmy, and Sheboy. That's my guess. What would you do though? Would you have Timmy in there? I'd go Cockburn, Cokeburn, or whatever. Sheboy, Och, Johnny Davis, and Gillespie. Okay, so the only thing we change is I would have Ivy over Gillespie. They're gonna put Gillespie in there because he's a fucking ninth-year senior. It's disrespectful. No, Jaden Ivy is so much better. No. He'd probably be on my second team. No Jabari? They'd probably both be on my second team. I'd probably go Timmy, Paulo, Jabari, Gillespie. Fuck, if Juzane would have played more, he would have had it. He would have been in there for sure. He hasn't played enough. Who would be my other guard? If anybody ever says... Keegan Murray, probably. That's who it's probably going to be. I would put Liddell over him easily. If anybody ever said fucking Akinjo, I'd lose my mind. Dude, there's, I mean, is there not really that many good guards? Or am I just missing somebody? I bet Akinjo gets on some type of team. Honorable mention of, he should get all ninth team. Nigel Pack deserves to be in over him. There you go. I'll take Nigel Pack on my second team. <laughs> I'll take Nigel Pack and Gillespie as my backcourt, my second team. No, I'd actually go Brockington over him. Shout but. out, K State. Let's get this dub. They got to win out. Let's do it. They could do it. It's the Big 12. <laughs> they they should have beat us in their own place. We're up fucking 18. It's possible. West Virginia's not that I good. I still can't believe we came back in that game, though. Rematch versus KU. Then anything's possible in the championship. So, we'll see. Should be a fun month. Should be. 
So we'll just we'll, just, we'll yeah. finish this out. All right. So I'll stop. We're gonna stop it here, and we're gonna finish it out uh, either tomorrow or Thursday. Um, I'm gonna actually. I'll. I am gonna post this for now, and then I'll add it to it Thursday, so you guys can check all of our college basketball stuff right now ahead of time before the uh, you know the conference play starts and stuff like that. Uh, but we'll be back. I'll. We'll add. It'll probably be another 30, 45 minutes, hour added on. But uh, thank you guys for listening. Peace. All right, here we go. Final segment, Fee's Rapid Fire. Always always a fan favorite, always my favorite. I love doing these. I know you love asking them. Um, so, yeah, let's get into them. All right, when everyone, when everyone is healthy, who's the top NBA duo? Top, you're just your top three, top five. My number one duo would, would still if when healthy, I would still take LeBron and AD as the number one duo. Um they've won a title together, they've proven they can win a title together. Uh probably if I rank the other if I go in more, I'd say Harden. I would put Harden and Embiid second. I would go KD and Kyrie third. You'd have to probably still include Kawhi and Paul George, I think. Even when healthy, I think they're pretty good. But that's the problem is you, now you're looking at these duos, none of them won a championship together. None, and none of these duos have really been able to stay healthy. Now, Embiid and Harden, or I mean, yeah, Embiid and Harden are just getting together. And you've already, you already, like you said, we, we talked about it. When you watch them, it just works. Like, it's just easy. Like, usually when you get duos together or a new super team together, it takes a while to get going. Harden and them have won every game they've played together. So, yeah, I think I would still go LeBron and AD because they've proven that they could win a title. Book. Chris Paul and Book would be right there. I actually I put them at five, and you could argue that actually you could argue they're over. I mean, they have they, yeah, I would say they're over Paul George and Kawhi. They've done more. They've gotten to a title. One of Paul, you know, Paul George and Kawhi. I mean, people talk about you know teams being overrated. This Clippers run has been massively overrated. I mean, it hasn't been good. You can't say it's been good. They've gotten to what one conference finals, and then they got they blew a three one lead two years ago. So, I mean, I don't think their run has been very impressive at all, and I've always been critical of the Let's Clippers. just go to that. I mean, this wasn't on my list, but how how much of a disappointment has that run been so far? I know it's been a bunch of injuries. You know, they had that 1-3-1 lonely. That was bad. But other than that, it's just been a bunch of injuries. Yeah, I mean, I would say that first year was... So how long do you give it? Because Paul George and Kawhi have always been injury-prone. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I mean, what, they're 31, 32. So, I mean... What is this? The third. This, year? Be, this is their third year together. Oh, I mean, they're going to. What gonna, deals are they on? Well, Kawhi obviously resigned last year. So he, has, so he has after this year he'll have four. Paul George will have three. Okay. So they're obviously going. They're they're in it for the long haul because, what are you going to do? You kind of have to be. You've already got. You've already given up so much for Paul George, and I will say Paul George honestly. And I used to see. I used to bag on Paul George a ton. He's when he's been playing these last few years. He's and that playoff run was all him. It, he had a great playoff run. I'm not going to lie. Paul George has looked incredible. He proved a lot to me last year. Oh, absolutely. He proved a ton to me. He, I mean, he had it was he had a chance to, if he doesn't miss two free throws in game two at Phoenix, and they get that lob, then Aiden hits that lob, they have it 1-1, and that series could be completely different because they won game three, and ga- or they won game three and game four, and then they lost game five and six. So, I mean, that game changed the whole, the whole series, in my opinion. Who knows? Paul George could have been in the NBA Finals last year, and we would have been talking about Paul George's Possibly, that, we could have been talking about them being the number one duo because Paul George may be back in the top 10 NBA players. I would say Chris Ball and Booker is over them because first year with Chris Ball, wasn't it last year? Right? Yeah. NBA Finals appearance. This year, best team in the NBA. So, yeah, I would actually go, I'd go LeBron, win healthy LeBron 81. Uh, 
Embiid, Harden, two, KD, Kyrie, three, Booker, Paul, four. And But a different question is, I would rather have the duo of Chris Paul and Booker over KD and Kyrie, actually. I think KD and Kyrie are better. I think Chris Paul gives you more, though. I think his 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 value. I think Chris Paul. He's always. I've always said Chris Paul is one of. The, he's a top three most valuable player in the NBA. But I would rank them four, and then I go PG and Kawhi comfortably at five. I can't really think of. I mean, there's not really. I mean, Mitchell and Gobert definitely not like Jokic and Murray. Murray's just not of the elite of like a Kyrie being number two or Chris Paul being number two. So yeah, that'd be my top five. Okay. Start bench cut, Jaw Trey Mello. For 15 years. So I'm, so I'm taking career here. Career. I'm starting LaMelo Ball for career. I think wow. he's I think he's, he's already a top 10 point guard in year two. Over I think Jaw? Jaw could be one of the best players ever. Absolutely he could. Um, but if I go, I would also counter that Jaw's had a, already had more injury issues in his career than LaMelo. So it's easy. This one's easy for me, honestly. It's pretty simple. It's Lamelo, Jaw, and then I'm cutting Trey. Sadly, right. cutting Trey. Let me let me feed into the next question. Does Trey Young play win a winning brand of basketball? And I don't don't point to last year because that was that's a fluke run. Let's because they didn't they didn't yeah. Because I mean to to off that run, I'm not going to say that this year they should have made it back there because the East is so much better this year. But to be sitting at ten when teams like the Hornets. And the Raptors are over you, and even the Cavs. It's been a bad. It's been a bad year for Toronto. I would say that Trey Young does have to change up some of his game if he wants to win. I would say right now he does not play championship level basketball. I think he. It's a great show, and Trey's fun to watch. I will say it is fun to watch him play, but I don't know if he plays winning basketball. I would say no as of right now. He does not. I agree. Kind of talked on this before, so you might just want to go into it a little bit more, but. Are things running out of time for Zion and the Pelicans? Yeah, I would say I would say it's running out of time for Let's sure. Not, not even really Zion and Pelicans as a whole, but Zion's career. I don't think so because you know I know people love to people. It's in, in this era especially people love to put the bus label on people already, immediately put it on them. But you look at his stats when he does, and I know it's when he does play. Twenty-seven and ten guy, he's twenty-seven and ten. I don't think his career is any bit over. He's got to figure out what weight can I play at that I'm comfortable playing at that doesn't that doesn't hurt him into where he loses strength or and stuff like that. But to not be injury prone because I do think the weight is a concern on the injury. It's it's the weight's the concern for injury. You play in two eighty five. That's in my opinion the way he plays. It's too big. I think I think if he played two sixty five, two sixty five is a good weight. LeBron plays at two fifty five. And uh, I'm not saying Zion plays like LeBron, but going to the rim and his explosive ability, he does play like LeBron in that in that way. So I do think the weight needs to come down. Um, I don't believe he wants to be in New Orleans. I guess they think that he's going to be able to play the last five games of the year and then play in the bubble. So we're going to see. But does he want to play is the question. I don't think he'll play. But here's the thing for the Pelicans. I think they do have a chance at the playoffs. You play the Lakers in the first round. It's a winnable game. And then you would probably get the Timberwolves. That's another winnable game. But, I mean, we'll see. I, I would not play him this year, not even risk it. Go into next year, let him be healthy, play, and see if you guys can become a good team. Because I do think the roster is pretty decent now. you got Devontae, CJ, Brandon Ingram, 
Valanciunas and him. It's a pretty good starting five. I like that starting five. And if Zion can be the superstar that I think he can be, he could lead them to an NBA title at some point. But it all depends on what he wants to do. Is there any, I think we're talking about ideal matches for Zion. You were saying him and Ja. I would love him and Ja. I think, you know, I I know people are going to say, well, you're just saying that because, you know, they played when they were younger. Okay, yeah, sure I am. They're good friends. I think they're just a good match. I think John Zion would be an incredible match. The pick and roll with John Zion would be incredible. Um, I also, you know, we talked about it. New York, you know, New York gets a big star. I think New York. Yeah, New York has him and RJ and Cam. And New York has the assets, the draft picks, and the, you know, you got a a Julius Randle you can throw in there. Um, The Hawks, I talked about the Hawks. I think him and Trey Young could be a dominant pick and roll as well. The Hawks also have some players they can throw in some in some assets. So I think those three, I'd love to see Memphis. We talked about it. We love the idea of that. I think him and Memphis would be an, un, unreal. As long as he's healthy, Zion's going to be a very good player in the NBA for a long, long time. No question. 27 and 10. So I saw this list of superstars, and someone was describing a superstar as someone who, when healthy, is always in the... MVP conversation. Now, okay. you, don't, you don't have to agree with that, but I'm just saying how they base this off this list. So, off. going off of them. Okay. Yeah, because that's, that's not how I would view a superstar. So, I'm just going to say his list, and I want to see who you would take off, or if you agree, but who you'd add. Okay. So, kind of try to remember this. I'm gonna that's why I did. players. All right. So, 11 superstars. All right. Go ahead. I'm going to pull up. I'm going to pull up my, because I'll remember it easier. Let me pull up my... Uh, Top 25, who I had in my active top 25 players right now, and see if I agree with this guy. So he's going off of they are in the MVP discussion. Yes, whenever they're healthy. Okay. All right, you can start it off. KD. Superstar? Yes. Embiid? Yes. Ron? Yes. Harden? Yes. Giannis? Yep. Luca, yeah. Steph, yes. AD, yes. Kawhi, yeah. Jokic, mm-hmm. CP3, yes. I think he is. Yeah, he's always in the, if he, if it's going off that he's always in the MVP discussion. So yeah, I would say yes. That's it. Okay. Who do you leave out? That's a good question. I don't know what happened to my list here. His honorable mention list was uh, Jason Tatum, Ja, Trey Young, no Kyrie. Okay, so I here's my top twenty five. So okay, we hit. So hit. Oh, okay. So wait, who is? He did not have Dame. Did he have Dame? No. Wow! 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 Okay, so you gave eleven, right? Yeah. LeBron, KD, Giannis, Jokic, Embiid, Steph, Harden, Luka, Kawhi, AD. Jokic. Jokic, so that's 10. Who is the other guy we were missing that he had on there? Did you say CP3? Oh, CP3, and I have him ranked as the 19th best player in the NBA, but that doesn't mean valuable. Okay, so I think he left off Devin Booker. I think Devin Booker is one He's the second best shooting guy in the NBA. He's 100% a superstar now. Damian Lillard, he left off. I don't. People are really – I mean, do I think Dame – he can be the number one to win an NBA title? No. Is he a superstar? 100% he is. So he left Dame off. I would agree with him on Jaw and Tatum. I think they got to prove a little more. He left Kyrie out, and that bugs me a little. The dude's hit the biggest shot in NBA history. I would say Kyrie is and a superstar. 
And I'm not going to say, I mean, how can you say no to Jimmy Butler? How, I mean, you can argue Paul, you can argue Paul George, but uh, Jimmy Butler would have to be. So I would add Devin, Dame Lillard, Kyrie, and, Paul, and uh, Jimmy Butler. Okay. I'd add them to the list. Should the Suns pay the max for Aiton? And if not, who should? I think the Suns got to realize that, yeah, Chris Paul, he can probably play another three years and like, and he can sustain where he's playing at. He's only 22. It's tough to give him up because he, to me, he gives you, like the Jazz paid Rudy Gobert and Rudy Gobert doesn't give you anything really offensively. Aiden does. I would pay him. I've heard that they don't want the five-year, that they want more of a three-year deal, and he doesn't. He wants to be four- or five-year guy. So I'll say they should pay him. But if he were to leave, whew, the Dallas Mavericks makes a ton of sense to me. They don't have a big. And I think Luka, could, Luka and him in the pick-and-roll would be absolutely filthy. I would say the Dallas Mavericks actually be a great fit for DeAndre Ayton if the Suns choose to not pay him. And the Mavericks, they would have to trade away Din Woody and a couple other guys to to match his salary, but they could do that. They could make that. Let's just lead in. The next question is who should the Mavs try to pair with Luca? Okay, so let's think of guys that could become available. Bradley Beal, I think, would be tremendous. DeAndre Ayton, Bradley Beal, DeAndre Ayton, Zach Levine's a free agent. Who would be your number one and two? Bradley Beal. They're gonna have Bradley Beal be my one. Will they have enough cap to get two guys? They only have one because they had to pay. They paid Luke already. See, that's the thing about the whole salaries going up for these players. It's gonna be tough to ever get a big three again and be like, have an elite bench like the Warriors. It's gonna be tough for teams nowadays to have like, really good big three and a really good bench. So Beal, I think Beal's a tremendous, tremendous pairing. And my number two, it might be out there. Let's say the Celtics don't do anything in the playoffs, losing round one, they make a trade for Jalen Brown. I think Jalen Brown, because Luke offensively, Jalen on the defensive side, and Jalen's become a really good offensive player. So I'll go Beal and Jason and uh, Jalen Brown. Okay, these are kind of leading into each other. Good. Who's the next star, disgruntled star, to ask for a trade, demand a trade? We've seen Harden, Simmons. Who's next? A couple guys come to mind, probably. Zion. Zion is definitely in there. Dame, maybe. Dude, I don't know what's wrong with Dame, but he seems to not want to. Yeah, I don't know. It's weird. I, I don't know. He just loves Portland so much. Um, I'll give one out there that maybe people want to think about. Carl Anthony Towns. Maybe he wants to work his way onto a more elite-level team and not stay in Minnesota, even though they do have... And Edwards. Realistically, how can they get good players and great role players that you like? See, what's thing with all these minimum, uh, these great role players that will sign for the minimum? They're not going to go live in Minnesota. They're going to go to the Suns. They're going to go to LA. They're going to go to Miami. They're going to go to Philly. They're going to go to Brooklyn. They're going to go to Milwaukee. They're not going to go to Minnesota. So I'll say Carl Anthony Towns maybe in a few years' time. What is it going to take for the Knicks to become relevant again? I really thought after a lot. I I didn't think they would be as good as they were last year. I did not think they'd be this bad. I don't know what happened with Julius Randle in the front office and the coaching staff that everything's just it's it's gone to shit for them. 
you think they're ever going to be an actual free agent destination for like a KD, like just any big name guy? They have to prove for at least a two or two or three year time that they can be a serious playoff team and it not be the old Knicks. I think the start with that will be is if they could make go all in for a Zion Williamson. But it's going to be tough, man. I think they got to figure out a way. I don't know what it is with them, but it seems like, you know, they had the good year last year, and this year everyone seems pissed off, and everyone seems like they're far apart on everything. I don't know, dude. It's going to be tough for the Knicks to figure it out. It's crazy that it's tough. It's New York. It's tough. And it's Madison Square Garden. It's crazy that they can't get big-time players. Hey, it may take drafting Bronny James in a few years. So you can get LeBron. It's not actually that's not actually crazy though. I think they would be the, they would be one of the teams that would say, yeah, we'll take him at pick ten, even though he maybe isn't as talented as some other guys. So we can get LeBron in here. Biggest boom and bust in the upcoming draft. And I don't want like a like for boom. You don't obviously say Chet. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I I'll, no, I'd say boom would be for more of a guy that's outside the top ten, and bust is actually a top ten guy. Yeah. Okay, for boom. Let me look at my latest mock draft. I haven't done a mock draft in a minute. When's your final uh, mock for the NFL draft? Just let the listeners know. Um, oh, I'm actually going to have one next week on the podcast. I'll have a th- it'll be my 3.5. I mean, I would guess that I'm going to get three, two or three more out there before. Because, I, I, I mean, trades are a huge thing. Free agency is a huge thing. So once free agency ends around there is probably when I'll get my final one out because I'll know what teams really, really need. When is the draft? Like April twenty fourth. Yeah, late April. Late April. Um, I'm gonna go with. Um, I'm gonna go with Patrick Baldwin Jr. as my boom. Uh, he's a guy that was a five star coming out. He chose to go to the University of Milwaukee. In my opinion, it was one of those plays that I'll stay around home. I'll put up twenty twenty five a game, which I, I think, I think he's his dad around, was the head coach. Yeah, and he's averaging around twenty. So I'm gonna say boom for him because I think obviously he. To me, you get a little undervalued when you do that, when you go to like a team like the University of Milwaukee. I've, 6'9", can shoot it, can score all three levels. Got to get better defensively, but I really like his game. I'm going to say boom for him. And for bust, I'm actually going to go – huh? Chet. I'm not going Chet here. I'm actually going to go A.J. Griffin from Duke. I think the jump shot's a problem. It's real slow. Um, he is a good shooter when he gets it off. I worry about his athleticism. It's a, it's a sad shot yeah. I've ever seen one. And I worry about his athleticism uh, guarding the three or the two. I really worry about the athleticism. Um, and if I, had to say an- if I had to go another one, I'd actually say Keegan Murray would be on my bus list. Who would be your biggest bust out of the top three? It would have to be Chet. It would have to be Chet because here's the thing. I actually personally, I personally think Jabari Smith is the most complete player and most and the best player in this draft. I would not, I would not even consider him potentially being a bust. Bancaro, to me, the reason why I like Chet and Jabari is they can definitely stretch the floor better than he can. He does not have a great jump shot. That's something Bancaro's gonna have to work on. Playing the four in the NBA, you have to be able to shoot it from time to time. Uh, but I don't. I think Chet's bust potential is higher than Bancaro's because I do think Bancaro's going to be. At worst, I think Bancaro is a solid pro for a long time. He's too athletic and too gifted not to be like at least good in the NBA. Chet could end up like. Right, I'm gonna give you a new question. I've just thought of. Let me. Okay. So. So we're gonna go. We're going with AJ Griffin as bust, and we're going Patrick Baldwin as boom. Also. Rank. We can move on. Let's. Rank these. 
five players for the rest of their career throughout these past five NBA drafts. Six players, actually. So these are pretty good. So let's just say one this year, Jabari. Uh, 2018, we're going to do Luka because the two guys drafted ahead of him won't be superstars. 19, John Zion. 2020, Ant Edwards. 2021, Cade. So no Lamelo here? No. I'm just Because you know where I put him. Yeah, I'm trying to do like the number one picks. One's Luka. I, I think Obviously, that's. But yeah. Um, so you got Jaw, Zion, Ant, Jabari, Luca, and Cade. So six Jesus. guys. Luca's one. I can't believe I'm gonna have to do this. This is incredible. Cade last. Ant's last. Because of the injury concerns, I'm now I'm putting Zion at five. I'm putting John Morant fourth. I'm putting Cade three, and I'm putting Jabari Smith two. So you're high on him. I think Jabari Smith has the potential, easily the potential to be the best player in the NBA. Wow. That's bold. And I hate putting this on people. His game reminds me so much of Kevin Durant. And the build. He's 6'11". He's already bigger. He's already bigger coming out than KD was. I'm going Jabari too. I'm that high on Jabari Smith. I think he's. I, I don't even think there's a question who's the number one pick in this draft. No matter what your need is, if it's the Rockets, if it's the Thunder, if it's the, if it's so. Here's the top. Here's the projected top seven: Magic, Pistons, Rockets, Thunder, Pacers, Kings, uh, Blazers, and then Spurs. Eight. All those teams would pick Jabari Smith number one. No questions asked. I don't care if you had, if you had if the. I don't care if the Bucks had the number one pick with Giannis at power forward. I'm taking Jabari Smith. Jabari Smith's undoubtedly the number one pick. So, yeah, I'm going to put him that high. I'm that high on Jabari. Damn, I was not expecting that. Are you worried about Kyrie going forward? Or, sorry, Kawhi. Are you worried about Kawhi going forward in his career? Yeah, because he's had injuries about every year since he was his last year on the Spurs. He's had injuries every year. I do worry about it. Um, especially as you get older, it's tougher to recover from those. So, yeah, I will say I'm, I am worried for Kawhi, for sure. Where do you have the Clippers ranked? And, like, obviously a lot has to go on, but where do you have them ranked going forward, like, for your preseason rankings next year? Top four, Wes? Top two? It would have to depend on what the Lakers are doing. They're three or two. Uh, if the Lakers are – if I don't think the Lakers have done enough, they're two. And if I think the Lakers have done enough, they're three. I'd say, like I said this year, if let's just let's just say this happened. Paul George has the potential to come back in two weeks' time. Kawhi has the potential to come back uh, three or five games before the end of the regular season. If they were healthy and they played the Warriors in round one, I would pick the Los Angeles Clippers to beat the Golden State Warriors in round one. They are a nightmare matchup for the Warriors. I would pick the Clippers to beat the Warriors if, they, if those two are playing. But I don't think Kawhi's going to play this year. So we kind of talked about this last night, but is there any any player in any package that you would consider if you were the Sixers to form a big three? It would be it would be players that are that are like it would you're not going to get them. So like, I think they're fine. I think they're fine with that. Like we talked about Beal, right? So it'd, it'd be a Beal level guy. Yeah. Is it worth it to gut yourself? 
We talked about that. That's what I'm saying. It's not worth no. it. It would have to be like a Luca LeBron type level, top top level guy to do it, not a Beal. Even at that point, I don't even think Harden likes. I don't think he wants to do that. I don't. No, he wants to have the ball in his hands. Exactly. And he he doesn't exactly. he doesn't have to compete for the ball in his hands with Embiid. Exactly. He'll the only guy that could like make bucket. some sense. If we go back to my ranking list, like. A guy, though, and I'm not saying this is going to happen. A guy, though, it makes sense would be like adding a Clay Thompson that doesn't need sniper. the ball. Yes, yeah, sniper. So that's it. And Beal doesn't actually, Beal's proven he doesn't need the ball to be good either. He played with Russ and John Wall. But again, I'm not gutting my bench for a 32 year old Clay or Bradley Beal. I think this duo works so well. Put pieces around them that fit and let, the, let, let it play out. You see any dynasty in the making right now in the NBA? We're start the start of one because obviously there really isn't a dynasty, but the yeah, start of one coming. Your top teams, Bucks. I think the Bucks have a chance to really do so. I don't know if they'll ever be like a team that goes back to back, but three titles in six years. Yeah, yeah. I'd say the Bucks are a team. Um, we'll see what the Grizzlies do if they can pair a real superstar of Jaw. They would have the potential to take over the West, I think. But yeah, I'd go if I had to pick a team right now. I'd definitely. Oh fuck, man! You could. How long can the Sixers thing go? Could they wrap up? Could they rattle off two, three titles in four years? It's possible, I think. Harden's never a guy that's been like hugely needed like athleticism to be good. You worry about the injuries and stuff, but he doesn't play like explosive basketball. I would more, say how many more years does he have? Prime three or four. I'd say three max or four max. I'd go three though to be Prime, comfortable. Though? Like yeah, I'd say three. I honestly do. I think this. I think this. This pairing, especially where it can take, he can literally now have a guy where he, if he's struggling or he thinks he's struggling, he'd toss the ball to the block and Joel Embiid's going to score. But I would say the Bucks right now. The Bucks would be my team. I'd so pick. these are two teams, Memphis and the T Wolves. Are they built for the future or is it just a weak West? I think Memphis is built for the future. I kind of think Minnesota is the it's the West is weak because you got to think. Let's think about it. If the Clippers or Lakers were damn good, top four. So that moves Minnesota down to nine. Uh, who else? The Blazers are having a rough year. They're usually a top eight team. So, yeah, I think Minnesota, it's more weak west. I think Memphis is built for the future, though. Will the Nuggets ever be true title contenders with Jokic and Murray as their one-two and just their overall makeup of roster? Is that a, is that a title contending duo? The thing about their roster to me is I think they they construct it well to play around Jokic offensively. The only problem is they're pretty weak defensively. Um, so I think they got they do got to make some changes to get some better defensive players in there. But I mean, they did take the Lakers to six. Oh no, they actually lost them five. Yeah, they did have a comeback of the Clippers. They did make the Western Finals. I'm not going to say they would have beat the Suns if Jamal Murray was healthy. I don't think the Nuggets were getting swept though. They're not getting swept by the Suns last year. I think they can. I think with Jamal Murray and Jokic, you can be a legit title contender, but you have to. They got to start building something defensively. They're they're very poor defensively. How long is a justified rebuild for you? Like, what timeline do you give a team like the Thunder to be like, all right, this is a rebuild? Well, so how many years are we on that? This is probably two You're, now. So, I would like to say I would honestly like to say three years. I think you're saying after a three-year rebuild, you would be like, You should right, be in the playoffs. We should be. So, like, after year three, now you're working to the playoffs. Now you should be – I'll say you should – for a team like the Thunder, 
you should be at least in the play-in, and then year four, you should be in the playoffs comfortably. So do you think they should be trading some of their draft picks? Absolutely. And go getting some guys? Yeah, absolutely, because you can't... Now, they hit. Go get, they go hit. get Zion. Yeah, abs- they have the most picks. Shane. Shane Giddy? I wouldn't trade Giddy, but you have so many picks, you wouldn't have to trade Giddy. You can trade Lou Dort, Pokashevsky, Baisley, and a f- four picks if you wanted to, because you have 100, and go get Zion. And pair Giddy, Shea, and Zion together. That's a playoff team. Who who are the projected first three picks this year? I don't even know. For this coming draft? Yeah. Uh, as of everything I've seen, it's Jabari, Chet, Paul. No, like teams. Like who's going to pick? Oh. Uh, like the Thunder? Thunder at four, but this is also as of a week and a half ago. It's right now. Most of the time, the top, five, the top four is it's Magic, Pistons, Rockets, Thunder, rotating in and out. I mean, I that's damn dude. If the Thunder got Jabari, that'd be unreal. How about the Pistons with Cade? I love the idea of going Chet and Cade. <laughs> Biggest NBA seventy-five snub, and who you would have taken him off to put in? Kyrie over Dame Lillard. That was quick. Easy. It's easy. He's better than Dame all time. Let's just be real honest. Real honest. Kyrie didn't on. make top seventy-five. No, nope. neither did Dwight Howard. And Clay. Were those the three? Yeah, uh, Clay snubs? Clay's not a snub for me. I don't think he's a snub. I, I, I would I wouldn't have been like I wouldn't have been like uh pissed off if he was on the list. I don't call it a huge snub. I think Dwight Howard and Kyrie are the two biggest snubs. And I would have taken Dame off the list and one of those guys from the nineteen forties that played basketball dribbling like that. Dwight Howard's on. Let's be honest. Dwight Howard had a six year stretch in Orlando where he was by far the best center in the NBA. Dominant. Went to an NBA finals, by the way, people don't remember. Uh, Dwight Howard was utterly dominant. Dwight Howard belongs on the top 75 list. He's like top 15 or top 10 in rebounds and blocks. Will Simmons ever be an elite superstar type player? In your mind and Ooh. heart and what you think? My, my, my heart wants to say yes because I like him so much. I just don't know at this point how, how much work can he put in to develop that offensive game. I think he's going to be a guy... In the regular season, he's going to average 19, 18 to 21 points. He's going to get you around 10 assists and 10 rebounds. I don't know in the playoffs, though, if he can truly be that guy. I'm going to say he's going to be – I think he's going to go down as one of the greatest defenders of all time. I think he's definitely the best defender in the NBA today. He's a great passer. I think this is going to work in Brooklyn, by the way. Um, but so that, no. That's the next thing. Will the, You think the – Nets will work out? Yeah, I think the Nets are going to be fine. I expect them to be – I don't know if they'll make the NBA Finals this year, uh, but next couple of years, Nets are going to be in the Finals for sure and maybe and probably win it. Okay. So good lead into this final NBA question. How many titles from this point going <coughs> forward for these five duos? You're going to have to say zero for some, obviously. Mm-hmm. So we got Embiid, Harden. KD, Kyrie, Book, C- CP, wow. AD, Braun, Steph, Clay. Fuck. Steph, Clay is immediate zero. Immediate zero for Steph, Clay. So you got two West teams, or three West teams, two East. East is obviously competing with Giannis. Kim, I'm going to say this. I'm going to actually say zero. For Chris Paul and Booker, you don't think they're gonna? Yeah, you don't think they're gonna win this year? I'm gonna go one for the rest. 
One each. One each for the rest. Don't care how it goes. These next three years, I think it'll be L.A., Brooklyn, Philadelphia win a title. I'll go with that right there. Okay. All right, moving on to the NFL. We'll come back to this when I'm right in fucking three years, too. So just kind of go over the Carson Wentz situation for both sides. And as a Cowboys fan, going to your Thrilled. division. <laughs> Thrilled. I thought Washington I, – I, we talked about it on the – we talked about it last night. I said Washington was probably going to be in the running because I think Watson's going to go east. Now they're out. So the Cowboys quarterbacks next year, Dak – the Cowboys quarterbacks in the – the east quarterbacks are Dak, Wentz, Hurts, and Daniel Jones. I'm not worried whatsoever. So the Colts – Really messed up when they got Wentz, trading a first-round pick. They also, people don't realize, first of all, they got one second, a, a pick swap, so they get the higher pick of the second round this year. Whatever, I, Yeah, because Washington was higher. They get two-thirds, and Washington took on his full salary. They have no cap hit. The Indianapolis Colts going to free agency have $75 million in cap. They have the most cap in the NFL. I, they go get? I think they make a trade for Jimmy G. I think it makes total sense. I think he's. I think he makes total sense for their team, unless Andrew Luck wants to come back. Uh, Jimmy G's the guy you should get. You go get a top receiver. This they got to make a move for. If did Goblin get tagged? I thought he did, but I don't think he did. Colts got to make a move for Goblin or Allen Robinson. <coughs> you got to go get a legit number one, in my opinion, for Jimmy G or whoever your quarterback is. If you draft one, what about Amari? Yeah, I heard. He's, I heard the Cowboys are going to trade him now, not cut him. The Jets and the Patriots are heavily pursuing a trade for Amari Cooper. What would you ask for? A two or three? Yeah, I'd take a three. I mean, because, I mean, at his age, you're not going to probably get a two. I would love a two. I think that'd be incredible if we got a two. But I would take a three and a three and a five or a three and a six. That'd be fine with me. If they're going to move him, I'd rather them move him and get at least a third okay. round back than cut him and get nothing. And then the Patriots get him for free. And then he goes off to the Patriots. Exactly. Becoming the number one there. Um, so, yeah, I would uh, – I'm fine with that. So, yeah, if you're the Colts, though, now, if you can go get Jimmy G and you have all this cab, dude, you make a move to get a, you make a move to get Allen Robinson or Chris Goblin for sure, in my opinion. You got to go get a number one. Pittman's great, too. Where will these QBs end up playing? This leads into it a little bit. Um, so, you got Jimmy G going to the Colts? Yeah, I'll say Jimmy G goes to the Colts. I had him going to the Pittsburgh Steelers forever, but I think it makes sense. Jimmy G to the Colts just makes sense. Watson. I'm going to go Carolina. I'm going to go Carolina trades that six pick to get Deshaun Watson. And obviously other assets too, but they'll trade that pick to get Watson because how wide open is that division? Matt Ryan's the best right now? I mean, that division's open. Who are the Bucks going to get? The Bucks got to figure something out too unless Brady comes back. I mean, Brady might be coming back. We'll see. Tua. This year? He'll play for the Dolphins this year. Matt Ryan. I've heard rumors that they could cut him because they'd save money in the long run. So where would he go? Pittsburgh. Bridge year. You know, before you get, go into next year's draft where it's a stat class, you get a veteran. I think he could get them into the playoffs possibly. So, yeah, I'll say Pittsburgh makes makes a run at Matt Ryan if he gets cut or traded. Fitz magic. He's going to find somewhere for sure. I honestly I'll, – I'll go two parts on this. Matt Ryan stays in Atlanta, Fitz magic to Pittsburgh. If not – Wow. I mean, could he? Could you go to Tampa? I'm gonna say yeah. Well, I mean, I'm trying to think. Tina needs a quarterback. Well, I'm gonna go back to this. Is is Carson Wentz? Is he done? Do you think? Uh. Uh-uh. No, you still think he's 
good? I think they make the playoffs. Top 15? They'll make the playoffs. Not top 15, but they'll make the playoffs in the East, in the NFC. Do they beat the Cowboys once this year? Or no? No. They won't beat the I mean, they could. They would be the team in the NFC East to beat the Cowboys. I'll go Fitzmagic to Tampa. A bridge, eight games. Yeah. <laughs> Trask <laughs> comes in after eight. You drafted Trask in the second round. You got to see. So what is, what is at this moment? What is Rogers' legacy to you? And second part, percentage chance that he is actually on the Packers at the end of his four-year contract, if that's the contract. One hundred percent. One hundred. He's gonna be a Green Bay. He's gonna stay in Green Bay the rest of his career, no doubt. He doesn't want to leave. He never wanted to leave. It wasn't about leaving Green Bay. It was about management not giving him the freedom to help out and bring guys in. He's such a smart guy. Let him let him put his two cents in there to like bring this guy in. I think he can really work in our scheme. Um, I think it's one hundred percent. Obviously, I'm not going to include Mahomes in my top five right now. Rodgers, for me, top five quarterback of all time. I think I think five or four, probably four. I go Brady, Manning, Montana, Rodgers. Wow. Then probably Elway five. Mac Jones and Jalen Hurts, are they franchise? Mac Jones, yes. Jalen Hurts. So you're building a team around Mac Jones? I'll build a team around Mac Jones. Yeah, I think you can. You can definitely build a team around Mac Jones. You're going to have to have a good – I think you're still going to have to have a good run game. He's not going to be a guy that throws the ball 40, 50 times a game, in my opinion. But I think you can definitely win games and potentially build a good enough – I mean, look at Brady winning those early Super Bowls on his career when he wasn't elite of the elite. They built great defenses, good run game. So, yeah, I don't see why you couldn't. I'd say yes. And Jalen Hurts, it's still out there to be seen. I, I think he's too inaccurate. Um, I'm going to say no right now on Jalen Hurts. They'll, they'll play him this it's year. Baker. And if Baker doesn't perform this year, is he done? Is he moving to a backup role? I don't see him moving to a backup role, but I see him maybe going into like a Fitzpatrick run. Bridge. Bridge starter. Bridge starter. Um, he needs to perform this year. He's going to be 100% healthy, so he's got to perform. They got to be in the playoffs. Not saying you got to go win the division. He's got to play well. They got to be in the playoffs and maybe even win a playoff game. I'm still saying yes on Baker, though. Do they have enough outside guy. weapons, though? That's the thing. They're going to have to get some. They traded a fucking good wide receiver. Yeah, so you have Jarvis Landry come back. And they have, made him look bad. Yeah. It, it wasn't the other way around. No. they. It was obviously Cleveland, not OBJ. OBJ was one of the best shoes in the NFL once he got to the Rams. Um, so you have Landry. He's a good two. I don't want Landry as my one. You have Hooper and Joku still at tight end. You got to go get a one, whether it's in free agency or via the draft. You got to go get a receiver. With that 13th overall pick, they got to take one of those receivers. Whether it's Garrett Wilson, Olave, Drake London from USC, uh, Trey uh, Burks, uh, Jamison Williams, you got to take one of those guys, though, there at 13. Do you think Cam, is he officially? Yeah, Cam's done. done. It's sad, but he's done. I like Cam. I've always been a Cam guy, but I think he's done. Yeah, he's done. So are you are you gonna say that a hundred percent not a hundred percent, but was the Cincy run a fluke? Straight up fluke. Would you call it a fluke? Yeah, because on what what I think is gonna happen next year, yeah. I, I hate to use the word fluke, but do I think they Flukes happen. Flukes happen. They I do. Mean, the they Hawks do. getting to the fucking Eastern Conference was a fluke. That was a fluke. It was a fluke. Um yeah, I'm going to say it was. I actually am. I'm going to say it was a fluke they got there. I don't think they'll be back for a bit. I think at some point Burrow will be back in the Super Bowl. I think it's going to be a while. But it's going to be a bit. Yep, Mahomes and Allen, going to be tough to take that away from them again. 
I'll say yes, it was a fluke. Do you like the... And not not a fluke and they're a bad team. Do you like the Broncos going forward more than the Bengals? That's tough. It's tough because Wilson's age and I like... I like the Bengals. I like the Bengals skill players a lot more. So actually, I don't know. It's tough. I don't think the Broncos are going to win. You don't don't go into this one just because we talked about it so much before. But straight up, one word answer: something, nothing, or everything. Wilson and Rogers. Rogers was nothing. Yeah, like we talked about. I mean, I kind of expected. And Wentz at this point. Wentz is something. I he had twenty seven and seven last year. It wasn't awful. He just made so many dumb plays. Uh, Wilson is something too because they got to prove something. That core, that that uh, those scope positions got to prove something to me first. So I'll say something on Wentz and Wilson. Nothing on Rodgers because all right, this just in: Bears are about to trade Cleo Mack to the Chargers. Really? Yeah. Wow. Well, that just makes Denver the third best team in their conference. Cleo Mack and Joey Bosa rushing the edge. That's so they have the best edge duo. They have one of the most talented quarterbacks I've ever seen in my life. They have an unreal running back. They have two weapons on the outside. Now a defense is their offensive line set. Their defense is loaded. Chargers may have just actually, I'll say it right now because I had my list of my top five Super Bowl contenders. Ravens out, Chargers in. Chargers are at five now. And the Chargers are over the Broncos. I don't care. Fuck your Russell Wilson takes, Denver fans. Justin Herbert and the Chargers are better than the Denver Broncos. Wow. Just in. That's, That's a unreal. massive trade. That's a massive trade. Hey, hot take. That. Chiefs are gonna say Chiefs are gonna make a move these next couple weeks. For like a For someone. For some big time player. I'll agree. I'll say yeah, they have to. Safety, well someone. they have to. They have to. They can't just run back this team. Clearly the Chargers saw what Russ the Russ trade and they said hey, Chiefs gotta react. We gotta get better. Raiders, Chiefs, it's get going. Broncos got Wilson, we got Khalil they the Chargers got Khalil Mack. Gotta get going. The division's only getting better. Get going, Chiefs. They're going to catch you. The Chargers are coming. The Chargers are coming. The Chiefs got to be a little nervous today. A little nervous seeing that. Like I said yesterday, I wasn't as nervous on the Wilson one. That one is they already have their quarterback, and now they have the best edge rushing duo in football. Yeah, get worried. Kansas City, I'd be worried. All right, this was on my list, but this is a good time to bring it up. Is Derek Carr enough? Not in that division. <laughs> I don't know if it's enough in the division. You're gonna but have he's to. enough. So you're saying he's enough to be an NFL starting quarterback? Oh, one hundred percent. Well, I have him ranked at twelve. He's so, just in the bad division. Yeah, it's a tough division. If I was Derek Carr, I'd be like, God, "Do I want to play here in Vegas? Get me to the fucking NFC. I'll go to Tampa. Go to Derek Carr to Tampa." Um, it's a tough day to be a Raiders fan. These last couple days have been tough. Now Wilson to Denver, Khalil Mack to the Chargers. Chiefs are obviously going to be there. The Raiders can't beat the Chiefs. Um. You better find a way. They also better be on the phones trying to find another uh, receiver. Because who's their one? Renfro? Yeah. I'm on the phone with somebody. I'm on the Jesus Christ. I'm on the phone with somebody for Allen Robinson or Chris Godwin or who else is Amari Cooper back to the Raiders. Chiefs with them trading for Amari Cooper. I mean, if the Cowboys are only asking, if the Cowboys are only asking for a three, Kansas City better do it. I've never, I've never got that. Like, if you only have to, if you're a title contender and you only have to give up. Two second-round picks or a second and a sixth. Like, who cares? You have Mahomes. Just go get an instant impact. At worst, right at now. worst for the Chiefs, I'm calling. Brand, I'm calling the Texans for Brandon Cooks. I'm calling. I'm calling. I mean, if I'm the Raiders, I'm calling around. You got to call around. Raiders or Chargers and Broncos are making moves. Chiefs and Raiders got to respond. Does Russ win a title? 
No, I don't pick Denver to win a title. No, I think they're going to be a very good contender for the next five, six years as long as he's there. I'm going to say no, though. Does Rodgers get one in the in these four year in this four year contract? Yeah, Rodgers will get one more. One, one more. I agree with that. And it's it's going to come this year or next. How year. much of a failed dynasty were, were the Seahawks? I mean, damn, with the talent they had there for those, they were one play away from two back to back. To back. back. First back to back title, and at that point, it would have been what like since the Patriots in the so early two thousands, thirteen years, fourteen years. Yeah, it would have been a long at time. At this point, it's up to twenty years. So, um. Pretty failed, honestly, with that core they had, man. That defense they had, and, you know, they had a really good run game, and Russ was unreal. Yeah, I would say it was, a, it was, it was failed. It was failed. To get one in that time, I would have to say failed. Injuries didn't help him. Health didn't help him, but I would say it's failed. And it's, it's tough to win a Super Bowl, so I hate saying that, but. Give me your best trade package for Deshaun. Not, not best fit. Well, first, give me your best package. Who could give them the best package for Deshaun? And then second, give me your best fit. Okay, so who's Not willing? where you think he'll go, but just best fit, best package. So I'm saying who's You said he, you thought he'd go to Carolina? They had the six overall pick. If you're Houston, you're picking three and six in this talented-ass draft. That, to me, you like – they like the guy they have now. What's his name? I don't remember his name. Who's the dude from Stanford, their quarterback? Davis Mills. They like him. You want they want to give him a chance for a couple years, so why do you not trade Watson to and to match salary? You potentially could get CMC. You get six, two first, or another first and a couple seconds in CMC. Or one of their young receivers. I think if you're gonna trade for Watson, you have to just you have to keep him and pair him with CMC if you're gonna do that. Yeah, so or you could trade him for you could possibly trade him for uh a young one of their young receivers, one of their young old linemen. Uh, did you get the corner they drafted last year out of South Carolina? You could trade him. J.C. Horn. Right. Three first round picks in J.C. Horn to get Deshaun Watson. I'm I'm saying that's the best package, especially for Houston, because who in the top six of this year's draft is going to trade for him? You know, like the Lions know they're in for the long haul. So what's uh, the best scheme, like schematic and cultural fit? Lifestyle fit everything put together. Where do you think he'd succeed the most and win titles? For a team that needs a quarterback, I'd say Tampa. I say Tampa makes a ton of sense. Dude, they would be so good. Dude, I'd say Tampa makes the most sense for sure. Um, I would they might be my Super Bowl favorites. If they got Deshaun Watson, they'd be my Super Bowl favorites. I'll say it now. They'd be number one. They would be easily number one with Goblin Evans. And then, you know, maybe Gronk decides to stay. I heard he's he wants to play again, even Brady's not there. I don't see Gronk leaving Tampa, so why not? I mean, shit, dude, that would be an unreal fit. Well, who are the most overrated, underrated NFL free agents? Melvin Gordon, overrated. Is he demanding money again? Yeah. Actually, they don't know if Denver's going to bring him back. He's won like 8-9 a year. I'm not giving it to him. He hasn't proven anything since he left L.A. <sighs> underrated, underrated. I mean, I hate to use the – I'm going to use it because people don't talk about him really anymore. I'm going to say underrated is Allen Robinson. I think he's getting undervalued because who, where he was playing. I think Allen Robinson could still be a number one or a damn, damn good number two. So I'll say Allen Robinson for underrated, 
Overrated. Give me Melvin Gordon. Um, over underrated. Also, Jameis Winston. I'll say Jameis Winston underrated. Five and two as a starter in New Orleans last year. Um, played really really well. Yeah, they had a great defense, but he played really 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 well. Um, this KU is beating the piss out of West Virginia. What's the most money you'd pay a running back? I mean, we've seen it fail. Uh, yeah, Le'Veon Zeke going to fail. I, Melvin Gordon. I hate it. I hate paying running backs. There's some that you ob- obviously have to pay. And again, when they when they paid Zeke, I was like, yeah, I, you got to keep him. And now I'm like, I wish we wouldn't have paid him. Yeah. So it's tough. I'm not a huge fan of paying running backs big time money, honestly. I'm a fan of... So what's the cap on what you'd pay him? 10. For an elite level, 10, 11 a year. What did Zeke get? 15. The highest now is Chubb at 17, which that's a guy you're probably fine paying. Yeah, he's unreal. Just ridiculous. I mean, if they don't have him, they're a bottom 10 team in the NFL. They might have two of the top 15 running backs in the NFL, actually. And you have Cream. See, they have Cream Hunt for $4 million over the next three years. That's an unreal deal. That's a good deal for a running back. One of these names will be easy, but biggest coaches on the hot seat in the NFL. Obviously, Mike McCarthy's easily. That's easy on the hot seat. <clears throat> um, this might be a little out there, but after his debacle in the last game of the year, and now you have Khalil Mack, dare I say the Chargers coach? If they don't make the playoffs again? Yeah. Staley, right? I think they'd have to. I mean, consider. after the debacle against the Raiders, and then now you make a trade for Khalil Mack, you've just paid Mike Williams a shit ton of money. I would say they gotta for sure be in the playoffs and honestly maybe even win a game because that team's too talented to not at least win a playoff game. But it's gonna be tough because they're gonna be a wild card probably, so you're one probably more, gonna face a division more. rival. One more team. Coach. I'll throw some out Stefanski. Just say yes or no. No. They love him. Um I mean Joe Judge. If he, he's got to be on the hot seat, right? They fired him. Did, did they fire They have him? Dayball now, the OC from the Bills. Oh, Bills. okay. Uh, who's the uh, – oh, I guess I can't really say them. Um, I'll go because I think they thought of him as a bridge coach anyway. I'm going to actually go Ron Rivera for the, for the commanders. I think that if they have an underperforming year after making this trade for Wentz and they don't make the playoffs, I think they thought of him as let's get him in here to change the culture and then at some point we're going to bring in a really young – enthusiastic head coach. I'll go Ron Rivera. Let's go down the list, though. Packers, they're, no, never. Um, oh, Matt Rule, for sure on the hot seat. 100% on the hot seat. Um, Pete Carroll, got to be. I don't even know if it's a hot seat. I think he's fired. Whether it's before the year or after, I think he's done. Um, nobody probably in the, definitely nobody in the AFC Chiefs division. Um, definitely not Tomlin. Definitely not Harbaugh. Uh, definitely not the Bills or Belichick. Jets is probably a no. You can't really do that to Sala yet. Would you? Would you trade McCaffrey or no? If I got Deshaun, no. Got to pair them two together. They'd be filthy. Let's just say that trade's off the table. If they're going full rebuild, then yeah, I would. To the Cowboys. <laughs> For Zeke. <laughs> Re-rank these last three years NFL quarterback draft. This is a good one. Write these down, actually. I have like eight. 
What drafts are we starting with? Oh, are you going with just eight players from the last three? Yeah. Okay, here we go. Kyler. Burrow. Herbert. Tua. T-Law. Trey Lance. Zach Wilson. Fields and Mac Jones. Herbert one. Burrow two. Nope. Nope, nope. Uh, T-Law, two. Not right now. This is based off what building, you think. Building for the future. Yeah. T-Law. Like, if you had to redraft this draft. So, right now? Oh, but I'm still build. building. Okay, yeah. okay, okay. So, I'm still going Herbert, T-Law. I want to go J-Fields here so bad, but I'm going to go Burrow. Really worried about Murray's size. Fields, Murray, five. Mac, Lance, Wilson, Tua. Is Lawrence a little overhyped coming out? I mean, he was drafted in the worst situation in football. No O-line. No, who's the weapons there? His running back goes down. James Robinson got hurt most of the year. I think he was drafted in the worst-case scenario. I think he's going to be an unreal quarterback. I Shit show. I'll still hold my prediction that he's going to win a Super Bowl for sure in his career. Justin Fields and Tua, can they – are they franchise guys who can lead postseason runs? Both can be, yes. Can be. Even Tua. Yes. Tua's super, super accurate. Um, um, but I, I don't know. I don't know what's up with Tua. I don't know. His mobility didn't seem the same since that hip injury. Uh, Fields, they need to put him, obviously, in a better fucking scheme. Like, I don't know what the scheme was last year, him getting sacked 30 times a game was the scheme, I guess. Yeah, I think Fields definitely can. Just one word. Who Who's going to be the Bucks starting quarterback week one? So many options, huh? Tom Brady. Tom Brady will be the starting quarterback Tampa Bay Buccaneers week one. So you don't believe this whole nope. retire shit? Mm-hmm. Not for a second. I didn't really believe it when it happened. I definitely don't now. I think he's coming back. Are the Saints a good qu- just one good quarterback away from being title contenders? I would say, yeah. I mean, great defense, good weapons. Michael Thomas, hopefully he can come back and, you know, be that guy he was. Uh, I don't know if it'll be Jameis. I don't know what they'll do, but I think they are. You worried about the Chiefs and the Holmes moving forward now, hearing about all these moves they're making? In the West? A little bit worried for the... Just the Chargers, man. Chargers are talented. I like the Chargers a lot more than I like Denver, especially today. A lot more. Um, but as being contenders and Super Bowl contenders, no. They're always going to be there, moms. I'm not worried about that. They'll be there for sure. So we kind of talked a bit about this earlier, but should the Cowboys blow it up if it goes wrong this year? And... If yes, what does a blow-up look like? Like, who are you getting rid of? Like, what players? Obviously, you're firing the coach, but, like, how much of a blow-up? So, yeah, I would say this year the Cowboys, it's with the, right now, with the way the NFC is structured, you got to make conference title. you got to make it to that conference title. I can handle losing to a Green Bay or a Los Angeles team. I can't handle losing to a San Fran, a six seed. I can't handle that. That can't happen. So... A blow-up, I think, would look like Zeke is definitely gone. You're probably saying 
all right, we got to go really, we got to go a lot younger in the line. I think you're probably trading Zach Martin. You're probably cutting Tyrone Smith. You're building that defense completely around Micah Parsons and Trayvon Diggs. Um, I would say that'd be the blow up though. And the thing is, the Cowboys could blow it up and still be a good team because they have so much talent. But I think out with the old and with the new. Coaching wise, would you bring in staff or would you hire a whole new staff? If they, if they don't hire, because here's the thing: if they choose to hire outside of the Cowboys coaching staff, they won't have Kellen Moore or the D coordinator. They're gonna find jobs. Somebody's going to take a chance on Kellen Moore because the Cowboys are going to score points. That's going to happen. They have two good offense to not score points. So Kellen Moore is going to get a job at some point. Just look at all the moves that people make. They want these 30-year-olds as their head coach because they think they know the game so well now, which I think is a good move. And I think what's a defense coordinator, he's done so well for Dallas, and he turned our defense around in a – you know, people thought this Dallas defense was going to take two, three years to turn around. He turned it around in one season. So he's going to get a job whether we hire him. I think it'll probably. I'm guessing we probably look outside though. If it goes bad, we'll look outside. All right. Well, you know it's rapid fire, so I have to end it with some. All righty. Here we go. Here we go. Gonna. All right. Here we go. Let's wrap up. Yeah, like I was saying, can't be rapid fire without ending it with the hard questions. So this is kind of just a comedy, comic, comical question, but it's been a while since Jake Paul has been in the news. What's what's the latest on that? And uh, I know he's he's searching for an opponent. Um, he'd like to fight. Uh, I think around uh, May or June range. Um, you know, I don't think he's settled on one. There's a lot of guys floating out there. You got you he, you got your Nate Diaz. Uh, you got Tommy Fury still in the discussion. You got uh, Chavez Jr. Anderson Silva in the discussion. KSI is the one I heard that he's reportedly working on the most, which money-wise probably makes the most sense. going to bring the biggest eyeballs. doesn't make the most Why sense. KSI? Isn't he a YouTuber? Yeah, he, well, KSI is the one that beat his brother. Why would a YouTuber make more money than a Nate Diaz fight? Because he's going to bring over those YouTubers. And more than... more than KSI's massive in England, too. He's massive all around the world. He's got almost hundreds of millions of followers. So is the Tommy Fury, is that just, like, done now? I don't think it's done, but... It's going to take Tommy, probably, Tommy ain't going to fight. That's not going to be Tommy's next fight. He's got to fight a couple, and he's got to look impressive. Um, I think KSI, because here's the thing with Nate Diaz, he, hasn't, he still has to fight that one fight in the UFC. So I think for Jake Paul, actually, it makes sense to fight KSI next. It's an easy win and a big paycheck, and then Nate Diaz later this year when he's off his UFC contract. I think that's Jake Paul's route. KSI, because there's been a rivalry there. Jake said he wants to revenge his brother's loss. KSI wants to say... He's still a better boxer, which is a terrible fight for KSI. Great money fight for KSI. Going to get his ass whooped. And then he beats KSI, Nate Diaz, later this year. I think that's the route for Jake Paul. Do you think he'll ever be a elite boxer? You know, I mean, th- to me, the dude's gotten better each fight. To me, and I know people are, you know, besides the knockout of Woodley, the fight was not good. But to me, he's gotten way better defensively. His, bo- his like... His boxing basics look very good. It's going to be tough for him to ever be a world champion. I'm going to say no. There, it is possible, but I'm going to say he never will be. I don't know if he'll get to that point to where he continues that long. Does he want to go on the run where he's got to fight one or two actual contenders in boxing to get there? I don't know if he wants to do that. And I wouldn't. There's not money in that. There's money in him fighting Canelo. But again, he's not beating Canelo. 
So the money is right now, KSI, Nate Diaz, maybe hope for a Conor McGregor in 2023. Big fights is his, is got to be his, his forte. What's the current state of Conor? So get, get a, you're going to be able to start sparring in April um, full-time. Uh, it's healed up pretty well. Uh, he's been able to do regular drills besides kicking drills. He could start kicking the pad in late March, sparring in April. Been doing a ton of boxing. Looks big. I think 170 is probably what he'll come back to unless he's going to get the title fight at 155 right off the bat, which is possible. Um, I think Masvidal or Nate Diaz makes the most sense for a return fight. I think they're easy wins. And they're big, high-profile fights. It's not like Donald Cerrone where I knew what was going to happen in that fight and people were still hanging on to Cowboy Cerrone, hopefully being good still. Masvidal and Nate can still give you something. Uh, Masvidal Connor is massive pay-per-view, so I think that makes sense. Masvidal or Nate in July or August will probably be the fight. He'll return in July or August. Who knows on the opponent, but he will return in July or August. And do you, you said you like that Masvidal fight? Love the Masvidal fight. I think Masvidal's done. I think he, I think he, uh, he had. He's like I said. I've always said about Masvidal. He's he's a really good fighter. But to me, he's all he is. What he always was a journeyman that had a really good run there for a couple years, and that's died down. Conor McGregor is the elite of the elite. He is is the elite though. Now, I can't. I can't. I can't say yes right now. He's gonna have to show me that. Now, you go out if he goes out there and beats Masvidal quickly. I'll say okay, Conor is fine and he's back. If it's a if it's a drawn out dog out war, I'm a little more worried because then it's like, okay, this is a guy that's never gonna fight for a belt again in Masvidal, who's 37 and you couldn't beat him swiftly and easily. Then I'm a little more worried. If he goes out there and beats Masvidal handily, like I think he's gonna do, then I'll say yes. As of right right is, now, I can't give you a yes or no is answer. Colby Covington is he elite? Colby Covington's one of the most. He's the Everyone said, if there was no Kamar Usman, Colby Covington would undoubtedly be the best welterweight in the planet and maybe talked about as one of the greatest fighters ever. I think he's a top five welterweight ever. He's top, in my opinion, I would have him top 10 pound for pound fighter on the planet. People always get it mixed up because of his gimmick and the whole Trump, you know, pairing with Trump and shit. They always think of him as like, he's not, okay, he's, there's no way he's a good, like people on the outside think there's no way he's a good fighter. Colby Covington is a bad motherfucker. Yeah, Colby Covington's elite of the elite. So, you know, like, I mean, it, when you're supposed to win, you don't get much praise. And when you lose, when you're supposed to win, you know, it goes wrong. So that's what we're looking at with Connor next, right? Yes. So uh, well, does for, a win do the anything difference for, for There's a difference for Connor because he has such a massive fan base. A win is huge. So in, for Connor, it's the highest of highs on a win, but it is the lowest of lows on a loss. A loss coming back ends his career. A loss... I think he's done. He got him. If he goes, if he comes back and fights Masvidal or Nate, if he fights Charles Oliveira, the champion, and he looks, he looks good, but loses because Oliveira is just that good. That's different. But in my opinion, that shouldn't be his first fight back. And I don't know if it ended up. Dana White can do whatever he wants, so it might happen. Actually, there's a chance it happens. If he loses to Masvidal or Diaz, it's over. Wrap it up. Wrap the career up. If he loses those, what would the legacy be with a win or with a loss? Like I know you say it's over. So if it's over. I mean, the run he had for those four years was one of the greatest runs you would ever see in mixed martial arts history. Dominant. Um, obviously, he had the one hiccup against Nate. The, Nate. the Nate thing just made it even bigger because it was such a good rivalry and the fights were so good. He ends up capturing the second title and the most dominant 
championship winning performance of all time in MMA history. His legacy is always going to be set in stone as one of the greatest of all time and the ultimate game changer. Raised fighter pay, you know, became the biggest star the sport has ever seen. And I don't know if we'll ever see another star like Conor McGregor. Conor McGregor's Forbes. I don't think people realize how crazy it is that an MMA fighter is Forbes number one and going to be for years to come because of the whiskey business and the sell of the whiskey. It's the thing that he built, the stuff he's built outside the octagon lifted him up to be, in my opinion, the biggest star in sports. He's the biggest star in sports, in my opinion. Uh, he's Everyone wants to see him win or everyone wants to see him get his ass whooped. There's no in-between on Conor McGregor, and that's the best place to be in as a fighter. Be a guy that people love to watch and because they, they love to watch you either get your ass beat or they love to watch you win. If you're an in-betweener, it's a little tougher to be bigger. But for him, he's just so – he's undeniable. So his legacy set in stone is one of the greatest fighters ever and the lead pioneer of the sport to change fighter pay and get everything got bigger when Conor McGregor became big. Who is your Mount Rushmore of UFC fighters of all time and right now? Okay, so, so all time. Um, it's four, right? Four guys? Yeah. We're going Anderson and George. Anderson, Silva, and George St. Pierre easily on there. Khabib. And people can say I'm a hater for this. I say no because he didn't fight long enough and didn't beat elite enough guys, in my opinion. He beat four really. He beat four good fighters, um, four great fighters. But to me, I think the legacy that Connor, GSP, Anderson. So I put Connor on the all time as well, all time pioneer. And I put Ronda Rousey. She changed women's in May forever. She became the pioneer of women's in May. So those would be my four: Mount Rushmore, GSP. Anderson, Connor, Ronda Rousey. And you could argue in honorable mention Kimbo Slice. And that's not that's not a laughing matter. Kimbo Slice coming in. People when when Kimbo Slice came into the sport of MMA, they're like, oh dude, this guy's gonna get f- fucked up. He's just a street fighter. For him to go seven and four in MMA was unreal. A street fighter. He came in as a street fighter. And he won some decent fights. So Kimbo's an honorable mention always. Rest in peace, Kimbo Slice. Uh right now, active fighters on my Mount Rushmore. Just not even that, just who are the best four fighters right now? Okay, so Kamaru Usman's number one, pound for pound. And I, and I I dislike Kamaru Usman, but he is undoubtedly number one. I'm going Francis Ngannou, number two. I'll go Israel Adesanya, number three. And you got Volkanovski, Olvera. Give me Alexander Volkanovski because what he's done to that division. I'll go those four, Olvera right there too at five. Is there anyone? Is there any current fighters who can move up into your Mount Rushmore? Or not really, as of right now. Um, I mean, Dustin Poirier had a great chance fighting for the belt. He had a great what about chance. All time. Uh, Kamar Usman, I think, has a chance to definitely climb up there. Uh, Izzy as well, and Francis. Those three would probably be like. I can't if, believe Izzy's not in your top four. All time. Right now. No, he isn't. Oh, he, he, is, he was my number three. Oh, okay. He went Kamaru, Francis, Izzy, Volkanovski, all five. Um. Izzy, I think Izzy, Francis, and Usman all have a chance to be all-time greats. And Usman probably already is. And Izzy as well. I mean, Izzy, his resume is ridiculous. So those would be my Mount Rushmore, I think. All right, man. I think that's all I got. But appreciate you having me on. If you just want to let people know what's coming up next, I think we're good to go. Yeah, so we're just watching. Right now, we've just been watching watch KU. So obviously the conference tournaments are going on. 
Sunday, I will do a shorts, um, and I'll do I'll obviously know the bracket, but I will give my picks live on the podcast. I'll discuss a little bit more uh, to start the podcast. I'll discuss a little bit more about Covington Masvidal. Didn't really want to get to that on this, it, you know. This podcast, you know, we're just doing our thing. So I'll get to Masvidal Covington for about you know five minutes there, and then we'll do my picks, and that'll be shorts. And then next week, we'll come back for another podcast probably around Wednesday. So, dude, appreciate you coming on, man. It's always a blast. Always my favorite podcast to do is when you're on. Um, so thank you again for coming on. Yeah, it was a great time to come on. March Madness. Yep. Bunch of NFL trades going on. Oh yeah, NFL was NFL was huge for us. Honestly, I mean, this podcast. Yeah, I mean, you think that's a fair ball? Uh, yeah, second and six. I like that for them. That's a great trade. Yeah, I mean, uh, NFL was huge for our pocket. We discussed Russell and Rogers for damn near forty minutes on you know last night. So, yeah, it was a great time. Thank you again for coming on, man. Yeah, appreciate all right, guys. That. Talk to you soon. Peace.